Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom chakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this, my friends, is a wasted Wednesday bleeding over into a throwdown Thursday. Because we do late nights here with the brew crew. That's just the nature of the beast. But let's go ahead and get this party started, man. First and foremost, I'm not going to fumble his name like Matt Ryan fumbling the ball over the damn place. <laughs> Swear to God. Anyway, the one, the only, the Twitter Terminator, Shannon McGuffin. What's up, brother? Dude, man, I... After dinner tonight, I needed the uh, cart like DK Metcalf needed it. I <laughs> <laughs> was just too full. I, c- I could clinch. I just, I just couldn't walk, man. I was you, full. I mean, at least Lamar Jackson had the decency to clinch that crap off, <laughs> off the field, right? <laughs> I think he gets enough credit for that, man. He was in like full running, and he had to clinch. Mm, so. Yeah, he made it. DK, DK Metcalf, said, however, he mm-mm. said, "F it, man." <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> DK Metcraft had to go riding off of the cart. That's right. What are you going to do? That cart was like, get out the way, man. Move, bitch. I got a player that needs to poop. Let's roll. Move, bitch. Can't hold the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm very thankful for that cart. It's probably been recreating that scene from Friday. Hey, Smokey's back here taking a shit. <laughs> DK, word of advice from the sports room, man. You need a cart ride. Don't be pushing it, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> and, and definitely, definitely one of our favorite, one of our favorite songs here in the sports brew over the past decade, for sure. Don't let it go. Don't do it. <laughs> that cart ride to make sure he didn't let it blow, I guess, was the deal. What are you going to do? Man, I hope he tipped the cart driver, right? Somebody oh, you comes got to. Ra- right? better. You got you to gotta slip him a little something, you know, right as a thank you, don't you? You got like, to, For man. sure, man. Anyway. All right, so so all kidding aside, like what in the hell, man? Matt Ryan with his eighth fumble of the year, dude. That's the most by any player to the first four games since Kurt Warner in 06. Not a record you want to be uh, chilling with. And the Titans' four straight win against the Colts, the longest in the series history. What the hell, bro? Got nothing. You got it's, nothing? I got nothing, man. Like Taylor can't get going, and if he's not going uh, – 90-year-old Matt Ryan ain't going to get it Well, done, what are the so. prospects for Thursday Night Football here with no Taylor? Well, I was going to say you were looking good because Russell Wilson couldn't score, but he put some points on the board last game. So, mm. yeah, I don't think it's – although it was kind of messed up that they put Jonathan Taylor and oh, yeah. Russell Wilson. <laughs> they had 28-3. to 28-3. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of messed up. <laughs> that was hilarious, man. That's so dirty. That's like, so, it's like it's so dirty. Got a vendetta. Yeah, man. Well, I mean that that twenty-eight to three will just live in infamy. Uh, by the way, I do want to drop some fat man gloss uh, for that Titans defensive lineman Tart. The dude, oh, when he dude. tipped the ball and then stumbled and bumbled, like going to catch that thing, and he managed to bring that tip ball in for the pick. That was a hell of a play by that dude. Yeah. That was a big man. That's a big man. Athleticism, so, man. Right, big man. Athleticism. Yep. That's- and I guess speaking of, you know, big man athleticism, a little love for VCU's own Mo Cox. Yeah, buddy. Two touchdowns in the game. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, 685 and two scores, I believe, was his line. And about the only bright spot this past Sunday for Indianapolis. 
So, uh, out of curiosity, in the in the game flow, in the situation, I know Ryan got sacked on third and thirteen. Should that should that have just been an effort? Let's go for it. I mean, fifty one should be makeable. I don't know. I haven't been tracking the Colts kicker this year, but that was some serious shankology on that fifty one yard field goal well, attempt, bro. Rodrigo Blankenship was their kicker and was. Yeah, week one he he went. I don't know what the hell he did. He effed it up. He well, he's shanking. He got shanking shipped out of there. Yeah, he did. And then it's Chase McLaughlin, who I think kicked for the uh, Washington last year. So, well, it, you know the the. I feel like in the history of the NFL, there's something about kickers that pass through Washington, and they're much better on their next team. Like there's like a like a huge list of kickers that have just sucked in Washington and gone on to actually be decent. And you're like, really? What the hell, dude? It's so bizarre. Well, uh, apparently, that was not the case for that dude in this game, though. No. No. I was to say, McLaughlin was a rookie with the 49ers when Robbie Gold got injured. And uh, I remember that overtime game against the Seahawks when he just kicked the damn thing into the fucking tunnel? <laughs> <laughs> that thing just went wide left into the tunnel. Uh, that you, was overtime, too. You sure remember it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> How can I forget it? I drank like half a bottle of vodka, but that game was so stressful. God damn. Woo. God bless, dude. Uh, I will say it was good to see some vintage Derrick Henry. That was nice. But uh, it, it's hard. I don't – you know, Shannon, you know, I'm not a Colts fan. I, I know Ursi's out there. You, you know he's pissed. Um, this is a rough start to the year for them. I, I don't know if they're – you know. I, I mean, going forward, what kind of expectations do you have? I mean, I know – look, look, it's a long season. There's a lot of football left. But I don't, I don't know how good you can feel about the team as a whole at this point. I mean, Darius or Shaq Leonard made his season debut, and he promptly left with a concussion. We got uh, DeForest Buckner. I haven't heard much out of him. Oh, who's the corner we got that used to play for New England? Uh, <laughs> see, that's, that's just how bad it is right now. Like, I can't remember. I can't remember names, and that's that's a know. bad sign. Here's the deal: if Taylor don't get going. They're screwed, mm. and that that's the bottom line. That Ballard, as well as he's done, he's still a little archaic in his thinking. Thinking you're going to win with the ground game, and you know we went over it a couple weeks ago. All the receivers he had a chance to get in that right. second round, and he flubbed that. And, you know, I feel like this is um, Ryan Grigson, not quite Ryan Grigson esque, mm-hmm. but it's kind of trending in that direction because. You've had a chance to add weapons. You've had a chance to get younger at the quarterback. I honestly would have been okay running it back with Wentz again. I said that at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. Like It didn't end well, but I would be okay running it back because you know the last two games, he had COVID the week of, and then the week after, it's just the effects just drained. Well, him. I mean, look, they scapegoated that dude and, and oh. shipped him out. Look, I've watched enough Wentz and Washington. He's got some moments, but he's not the answer. Obviously, on a marginal team, he might be much better on a you know a higher end team that can protect him better. But you know, he's going to give you some magic and he's going to give you some disaster. That's just the Wentz roller coaster. But I don't know, man. It that that's tough sledding. Matt Ryan, you know, what whatever they were hoping. I mean, he's consummate professional. All, all those things are great, but. If Thursday night football is trolling you in promos, it's not your year. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just I'm gonna be surprised if they can write this shit. But if they're gonna do it, it's got to go through Taylor, man. 
got to go through Taylor. So I hope yeah, I hope for your sake they can kind of turn us around. I haven't looked at the schedule for the next <laughs> you know month or so, but uh, not feeling super confident in them. But I don't know what kind of flag you get to raise on that, but uh, I'm sure Ursay will figure something out. Anyway, let's less just, than mediocre. Less, <laughs> less than mediocre. Yeah, sweet. Anyway, all right. Well, on slightly better news, we're going to bring old Giggity Giles in. Little of our, one of our favorite songs, a little Seven Dust Black. Giggity. I'm much happier with the 49ers than you are with the Mets, I would imagine. <laughs> um, a little bit, but unfortunately, that's just that's baseball. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I, I had a better football weekend than I did baseball. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Dude, the Mets, 175 days in first place. 175. The Braves, eight. (laughs) What happened in that three-game series, man? (laughs) What happened, dude? To me, it just felt like um, some they you know they wanted it more. Yeah. It's I mean they were hitting you know bombs off of our top pitching. They they were just locked in and ready to go. Well, they took down DeGrom and Scherzer, and you got Dansby Swanson and Matt Olson uh, both cranking out home runs in all three games, dude. That's pretty filthy. Yeah, it is. It, like I said, it's one of those things where they came in, they were ready to play, yeah. and clearly they wanted it more. And we ended we ended up this in the se- finishing the season same record, but you know, obviously because of the head to head stuff. They got the division. Now, I, obviously, we don't have any Braves fans on the podcast here You know, tonight. There's nothing like that. But, you know, it is a point of curiosity. I mean, Atlanta got hot, obviously, you know, last year and ended up winning the, you know, winning the whole damn thing. After they swept the Mets, I think the Braves had uh, – their record was like 76-32 and 32 since June 1st. So, clearly, they've picked up steam over the, you know, <laughs> yeah. over the course of the season. So, I, you know, I don't know – you know how strong their playoff push is going to be, but if you're going to hit your stride, you want to hit it late, carrying that momentum into the playoffs, right? Going after the world. I mean, that that's the, if you're going to do it, that's when you you know what I mean. You you want to right. get hot, you want to get hot at the right time. There have been plenty of teams over any any number of sports, any number of years. You know, if you're playing your best, whatever it is, at the end of the season, going into the playoffs, that's that's a big feather in your cap. So, out of curiosity, though. How are you feeling about kind of the playoff setup, getting the Padres, and then if you get past the Padres, looking at the Dodgers? Well, I mean, the Dodgers are always going to be a tough out regardless of it. I mean, they're just ridiculous. Uh, I mean, can we beat them? Yes, because we have. But, I mean, I'd be a little bit – I mean, I'd be a little bit worried. But right now, obviously, got to get past the Padres first. And, I mean, obviously, finishing the season out, uh, season off – on a three-game sweep of the of the Nats helps uh, build some confidence leading into this this matchup in a well, couple days. The Nats are terrible, but still, you're getting <laughs> in your back into a groove, right? Great, yes, they're yep, terrible. Yes. I mean, the Marlins are fucking terrible, but you know they could, you know, <laughs> they at least took one from uh, from the Braves. <laughs> but beyond that, um, yeah, it's. I think I'm pretty sure we can take down the Padres, uh, especially considering, you know, we're coming in, starting to heat up a little bit, and I think that's kind of the key. As long as we can keep that momentum going, mm-hmm. um, I think we'll be fine. It's just, yeah, I'm going to worry about the Dodgers if we get there. But I'm just happy to be in the playoffs at this point. Um, it's been it's been a while. 
Well, en- enjoy it. Uh, hopefully, it's uh, a good experience for you, sir. Shannon, I would ask: Is, is there any particular first round opening kind of uh, you know wild card matchup that you're like, I got to watch this thing? And by the way, kudos! It's good to see the Mariners make the playoffs again. I'll good tell you them. what, man. Uh, I, I'm just going to be watching St. Louis and rooting for them like crazy uh, for Yachty, Pujols, mm-hmm. uh, those two guys. I don't know. Wainwright hasn't said whether or not he's going to hang it up, but Pujols for sure. Like I'm just, I'm just going to be rooting for that dude. I mean, what a run, what a, what a way to close out. If this is indeed his final season, which he said it is, what a, what a way to close out his career. I mean, it's like the the home run derby just rejuvenated him. Yeah, and he just remembered who the fuck he is, and he's just like, all right, let's go. And he just went on a tear, like he had more home runs than a lot of young superstars in the second half that mm-hmm. all season. And it's like, he still got it. And, uh, I don't know, man, I'm just, I'm just excited to to see an all time great in the playoffs. Like one last time, of course, you know, back talking about the early two thousands, you remember Pujols and mm-hmm. then like David Ortiz and just some of those playoff moments. Each of those guys have had where, you know, Pujols knocking it out of the Houston park and up in the train or whatever they have. And of course, Ortiz with all his, you know, clutch home runs that he had. You yeah. Know. So I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm stoked for that. I'm stoked for Pujols. I, I, I do have a question. Does anybody have the quintessential Matthew Philip West Whitfield walkout song? Just, I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> asking for a friend. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think this would work. <laughs> Brown-eyed fail? Yes, that would work. <laughs> Brown-eyed fail. Brown-eyed fail. There you go. <laughs> See what happens you don't record, Matt? <laughs> yep, that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Loud and plowed. <laughs> that's, that's, sports, that's sports brew for you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I haven't decided who, um, you know, obviously I hope the Yankees uh, do well and it'd be nice to see them kind of power through. I'd like a little payback on Houston, but you know, I don't have any huge huge vested fandom interest in anything. I'm just hoping for some good, you know, give me some good baseball, give me some some really fun moments and I'll be pretty happy with that. Uh, I mean, obviously I'm I'm happy for Aaron Judge that he that he cranked out that 62nd. Uh, that was good to see. So we're all college football fans. So, yeah. Uh enough enough cut-ins, cut-outs and slot-ins of that I and mean, it, it was fun, man. You know, it, it is weird though. In, in an era where people can see virtually anything, you know, that they choose to, uh, and you have so many like Twitter and all these all these highlights. I mean, there's so much that's available to you. I know that was a an historic moment. I get that, but I mean, at some point, people are like, "Can you stop cutting into this, man? Chill, y'all. <laughs> like, I can second screen it if I really want to see, man. It's okay." But I thought yeah. I saw that um, that fan had already been offered like <clears throat> two million bucks. For that ball, yeah, that's that's a lot of money. Ooh. I got to tell you, man, I think I'd bite on that. Like if that if that was two million right now, I think I'd be ready to go ahead and, and pull the trigger, dude. It's I don't hard know. to pass up. I mean, right? I mean, like, how much more valuable is that going to get? I mean, could it? Maybe. Right? 
It could. I mean, hell, the guy could do his own auction, do like $2 tickets and have millions of people or, you know, thousands of people just buy tickets and he could probably make a shitload of money just doing that. Did you see that? Uh, clearly, the, clearly the fan, like one of those fans must have been listening to the brood the other week when we were like, man, you got to go over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Give him credit. <laughs> he went after but, it. He went after it, man. And you know what he got? He got the uh, Bart Simpson, at least you tried. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like one tweet was like this man really yeeted himself to get to that ball. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, people are gonna make fun of that dude, but you know what? He's, he tried. He tried, man. He sold out, man. And, you know, good for that dude. No Frankie Lasagna, but good, good for that dude. I respect that, man. I respect that. <laughs> Back the hustle, man. <laughs> One person tweeted, did we lose a baseball fan to the upside down tonight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's fucking brilliant. Oh, it's brilliant. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Anyway, uh, MLB playoff odds, World Series winner. Uh, Dodgers are plus 300. Houston's plus uh, 400. The Braves are plus 500. Yankees plus 500. And then it just kind of rolls from there. Uh, Mets are plus 700, by the way. So I think of uh, this is gonna sound cruel, but uh, maybe this not. And I'm not a Nats fan, but I still feel annoyed. There's a part of me that will always be annoyed with Bryce Harper. So maybe maybe this is completely unfair. But I kind of hope the Phillies just take it in the chin. <laughs> I don't know. If I'm that's... down. For, I'm down for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured. I, figured I you think would. everyone except for Philly fans is down <laughs> right? for that. Yeah, I think the Padres are kind of a neat story. Obviously, that wouldn't be very good for you. Uh, Mr. Mets fan, but I'd be cool with that. I have no, I, I don't care about the Rays. Uh, certainly the Guardians, that's a terrible name. Go ahead and suck some ass. Uh, <laughs> Ma- Ma- Mariners would be fun, but I mean, that's that's completely out there randomness. The cards having a big push would be kind of neat. Uh, Shannon, I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. Pujols and, you know, Molina and Wainwright, but I'd. You never know what's going to happen when you get to the playoffs, man. You know, the teams get hot, and you just kind of just see where it goes. So I don't know. Again, hopefully it's a, hopefully it's a good ride, man. Hopefully it's a good ride. So just want to see good postseason baseball. Yeah, give, give, That's that, man. Give, give me some good stories. Give me some good play. Uh, we'll see if Judge can crank a bunch out. See what the Astros have in the tank. Hopefully, no uh, trash can banging. Uh, although I would imagine, I would say that other than their fans, I'm sure there's not a lot of people going. Oh, can't wait for the Dodgers! Can't wait for the Yankees! So I'll be I'll be kind of curious to see if there's an underdog story that people really gravitate towards. You know, I don't know if it's like a dark horse thing, but uh, we'll see. Hopefully, we have some compelling storylines and get through the playoffs and have a good time. But uh, anyway, Randy, let's go ahead and flip that. We need to get to the 49ers. We we did talk about them a little bit, uh, but. <laughs> The 49ers showed up, man, and handled some business, dude. And I know the Rams aren't – plenty of people have said, oh, you know, their, their offensive line isn't right. Man, I'm, look, y'all, I hear you, but it's week four, man. And it's just – it's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So you have to give kudos to the 49ers for just absolutely taking the Rams to task. A lot of defense and a lot of Debo. Matter of fact, there was so much D, you'd think Antonio Brown was in a pool on the field on that one. Uh, oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> 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 you said 
Balls. But I tell you what, AB was clearly thinking... Two chicks at the same time, man. And after that post with Brady's wife... Hey, where oh. are the white women at? <laughs> you, you, ran uh-huh. the, you ran them out the pool, asshole. You said... <laughs> Balls. <laughs> Who wants a mustache ride? Nobody in that, <laughs> nobody in that pool with you, dickhead. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what an idiot! What an absolute idiot! Oh, swear to God, man, that dude. Shannon Sharp absolutely just tore him, tore him up, man. And I think that's deserved, dude. That's some trashy shit, man. It is trashy. It is. You know, Brady. Look, you can think whatever you want about Brady. But Brady, and you can say, well, it's just about football. But Brady went out of his way to, to get him to New England and then to bring him to Tampa. Brown is a clown, man. You know, and, and maybe there's some CTE stuff there. I mean, who knows? We won't know. Maybe. Until, uh, maybe. But there's a, there lot of, there's, a, there's a lot of people that say this is just who he's always been. So, I, you know, I, I don't know. It's just <clears throat> it's pitiful, man. And whatever chance he had at coming back into the league, I think that's got to be gone by now. Right? I think I, Dean Wormer said it best. Zero point zero. Mm-hmm. Right. Alan Kaepernick has a better chance of getting on an NFL team than he wow. does right now. That's a that's a that's a sad statement right there. Who we? But I tell you that that um, that that play with uh, Debo uh, on that screen that was that fifty-seven yard touchdown was filthy, filthy. Debo rolling in on the bike just. Uh... Doing his thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the Jaws thing, dude. I, I like that. I like that, man. I like that. Oh, you know what? That deserves. You got knocked the fuck out, man. <laughs> <laughs> that just deserves that. <laughs> Although I think back to when, uh, I think back to when uh, Shannon was all about Debo in that draft, and it just didn't work out for the Colts. They drafted who? <laughs> who the fuck is this? This cocksucker might not even have a fucking green card. Should have been Debo. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, you I can't believe you still have audio of me doing that, man. I know, it's amazing. <laughs> it really is. It's incredible. That, that literally was probably about how I felt that night. Yeah, you, no, I, I, mean, I, I think that's a pretty accurate statement. That's how you felt that night. <laughs> For sure. I'm just like, come on, come on dude. Man. He was right there. <laughs> he was right there, buddy. Yeah, nope. Nope. But uh anywho, that play was phenomenal. And then um that was it who uh uh I, I hope I don't mispronounce his name. Hufanga? Hufanga. Hufanga. Yeah. Oh my god. I like I like Hufanga better. <laughs> a little, little <laughs> <laughs> some fangs with the defense, uh, but Hufanga doing his uh, polo. Mo- I liked. I liked what you said in the chat. I absolutely felt like that polo. Mo- it was the hair, man, that made it feel like it was the pol- <laughs> polo Malu yeah. like uh, highlight, man. Just just turning around and, and just stealing that and just hauling hauling ass off for that pick six. I mean, that was that was brilliant. So, Randy, I know you took a lot of satisfaction out of that game. Uh, we also had, obviously. Uh, if Mark was here, I was I was hoping to set this up as one of Mark's favorite things uh, with the protester gender reveal <laughs> protest move, and uh, I, I love that dude just absolutely getting laid out by Bobby Wagner, getting crushed. Fucker deserved it. You know, uh, I'm hard pressed to see how on earth that ass bag doing a protest move with a pink smoke bomb 
thinks that anything is going to come out of him filing a police report. Like for real? Oh, what kind you of tra- you trespassed? Like what kind of crap is that? Those players that look. First of all, man, you stepped on their field. They don't know who you are. They don't know if you're dangerous. They don't know what you have on you. You got smoke coming out of the thing. He don't know what you're trying to do. No, they don't know what on. And you can say, well, leave the security. Well, you know what? By, you know, Wagner obviously felt and uh, McKinley felt like security needed a little bit of an assist. And so well, they, did- they they laid yo ass out. As a matter of fact, I think we have to play this because this this to me is is I love Kevin Harlan, man. Love Kevin Harlan. <laughs> I love this call. And here comes. A stoppage in play because someone field with a smoke bomb that is pink and he's running up the sideline. Now a couple of Rams come over there and make the tackle. Head first into the player who has taken the field. And he's in a cloud of pink smoke so you can't see him. And now on him are a couple of security guards. Kevin, I think this is becoming a thing. We got the pink smoke coming again this is one of those gender reveals somebody at home's having a girl now well i thought maybe i thought maybe that the last one we saw was uh for some animal rights or something like that oh yeah i, I don't know I, I just think hey you think about the way to reveal that you're having a, a a girl i'm gonna run out on the field at the 49er game and get arrested <laughs> just so i can let my honey at home know we're having a girl that guy is headed to the slammer <laughs> and it will not be a good night. <laughs> no, it will. It will not be a good that night. That guy man. is heading to the slammer. That's Head, a keeper right there. Right, heading to the slammer, man. It <clears> will <throat> the, not be a good night. Eli and Peyton even have even had a little fun with that one. How would you tackle a streaker? You think you go high, or you go low? Well, I mean, depending on what he's wearing. Like I said, that guy was a half streaker. You know, that guy had all his clothes on. You know, there you just take him wherever, right? If, if he's totally naked, there's certain places you can't take him. Right. Yeah. You just kick him. Yeah. Don't you don't wrap up uh, a <laughs> naked guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. You don't. You don't. You don't wrap up a naked guy. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> That's that's fantastic. Peyton, I was actually watching that, and yeah. Peyton kept asking them to rewind it, and they're like, "Dude, really? Yeah, we're not going to show the streaker. <laughs> show the streaker, man. Just the man he cast. Let them do their thing. I mean, it's not like Eli hasn't flipped them the birds before. <laughs> Does that run with it? Run with it. You got to give that to the Manning. Give that to the Manning boys. Come on now. That's fine. But if he's naked, don't wrap up. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Before you attack or wrap your whacker. Don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. Wrap your tool. <laughs> Umbrellas in the rain, fellas. Mm. <clears throat> anyway. But it's funny to think that the 49ers just, they own, they own the Rams in the regular season. It's so bizarre, right? I mean, they got seven sacks. They they got the pick six. I mean, they, they've, they've done an incredible job against the Rams in the regular season. Rams can obviously hand their hats on getting past them in the postseason and then winning the Super Bowl, obviously. But with a season that where people are kind of like, okay, because I mean, look, there was like random chatter about Shanahan being on the on the hot seat, which we've talked a little bit of, about. It's probably a smidge unfair given some turmoil with the quarterback position there. Um, and again, I, I still think the team will rally around Garoppolo a bit. 
Uh, and they're probably, you know, the Lance injury, injury makes it so there's another year. Uh, but it kind of felt like Lance needed some more time. So we'll see if that injury ends up being, I don't want to say good for the team, but better for where they're both at at this point. Uh, and setting, you know, obviously setting next steps for Trey Lance. Anyway, um, quality win. I don't know how good the Rams are at the moment. Uh, you would think that they would have a decent ceiling and they'd get better over the course of the season. But, you know, you are what your record says. You are the old famous Bill Parcells thing. So, Randy, I would ask you, what do you take away from this 49ers victory over the Rams and what it sets up going forward? Well, I think the biggest thing here is overall it was a team win. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like – now, granted, yes, the defense really set the tone. They balled out and just shut everything down. Um, obviously, them being only one of two teams that have yet to give up 20 points this year, mm-hmm. in the, in, in, which is amazing to me. The fact that, of course, the other team being the Cowboys, which is kind of shocking, but, it, it you know, it's defense, the defense is just playing great. Um, even with even with guys that are hurt, like mm-hmm. we didn't even have our full complement of players we normally would have. Right. So that just says next guy up, come on in, do your thing. But also, obviously, we found and in the, for the defensive side of things, we found clearly the potential for a superstar in Hufanga, who tr- apparently in the offseason was training with Palomalu. Oh, um, Ronnie Lott speaks very highly of him. That's good. So, I mean, so he's getting that's like, good he's, company. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say. Um, and <clears throat> one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting is when they were interviewing him, he was like, on that play, he's like, they've been doing screens all night long, and I mm-hmm. noticed my the guy that I was man coverage, and I noticed the guy was on, It was, the release was different. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, I went and just looked, and I went looking for the ball and jumped the route. Like, it's like he'd been studying that, that them the way they were playing the entire game and just knew instantly that it was going to be a, a screen and he, that's wow. why he was able to jump it like that. So it, it shows you the work that he's put in and for being a second year player, that that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I mean, the, when you look at the offensive side of things, um, obviously the running game needs a little work. Jeff Wilson did play well enough, mm-hmm. but he doesn't, I mean, and then, as long as he gets in, gets a few yards where he can get, going he's got that burst of speed but he doesn't have that initial burst that you want out of your starting running back yeah obviously the biggest thing here was just getting the ball to Debo one I mean letting that man just do his thing making Jalen Ramsey looks like he's just... <laughs> when Shannon shared that was a Wikipedia page yes <laughs> <laughs> oh that was that was beautiful mm. um, and I and I like how Debo is just like yeah I I don't even look in their eyes anymore. I just go out there and play. Like he doesn't even look at the D backs. He just he just goes out there and he does and he just plays his, his ass off. It's yeah. great. Um, I will say, Shannon, uh, uh, thank you for uh, not pulling the trigger on a trade for Garoppolo. We might be dealing with Matt Ryan right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not my call, bro. Not my not my call. Just, just saying. Yeah. By the way, I I love the shot of Jerry Rice just chilling, drinking a beer. Just chilling, man. After after watching Debo like totally crush that touchdown, man. There's old Jerry. Jerry Rice just crushing a tasty beverage, man. You know what? That is sports for approved, right? Indeed Absolutely. It is. Just chilling, getting his drink on, man. He earned that. 
He still, he still, yeah, he, he still looks good, dude. <laughs> he still looks good, man. He could probably burn some you, people. You know, he probably still works out like a fool every oh, single day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I bet Jerry Rice would need a cart to take him to the bathroom. <laughs> but I will, I, will, I will say, I will say that Garoppolo did look a little sharper this game. Yes, and I, and he I did. think what I said last week about. The fact that he just didn't have any reps, that he never didn't play any preseason, nothing. I think we're really seeing that as was a big factor. I even read an article about what they, yeah. they think that's kind of why he looked really kind of rusty. Well, I mean, if so. getting reps and live fire in the games, it's, you know what I mean? It's going to help him. Yeah. So he, he needed that for sure. But, and I'll have to give kudos to the offensive line because Rams bagel on the sacks well other than that other than that that one time when it looked like uh they they forgot to block aaron donald luckily garoppolo was like oh shit and got rid of it quick yeah it's just the idea when i when i saw that highlight floating through the twitterverse i was like "Uh uh-oh what's going on in this game man (laughs) but like i said it's it's a complete team win yeah and i think it's gonna build confidence just because it was a division rival yeah that always helps and the offense looks sharper. The defense is playing lights out, and they've been doing it like they've been doing it all season long. Yeah, Miko Ryan's has this crew ready to go, and I'm loving it. I feel like I'm hoping, hoping mm-hmm. that we don't look at the Panthers and the Falcons next as easy wins. I just hope that they just go out and play with the same intensity that we saw this well, past week. It, it feels like the Falcons are pesky. The Panthers are not good, right? I don't have any serious confidence of any kind in Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. No. And uh, I would imagine Matt Rule better better freshen up that resume. I'd say dude's headed back. <laughs> I'd say dude's headed back to college, man. I'm just yeah. just saying. Has not worked out. Uh, maybe it's not all, all his fault, but for you know, sometimes it's just not meant to be, and it doesn't feel like this season is meant to be for the Carolina Panthers. But the Falcons are pesky. I don't know that yeah. they're good, but they're pesky. So yeah, Marriott has been having moments for them. Yeah, but, I, I, that team just you know I, the expectations for them are obviously pretty low, but they've got a little fight in them, which is good to see. It's good mm-hmm. to see. I want to say I thought that Mariota only had like seven pass attempts or some some screwball kind of stat with him uh, against the Browns. Not that I'm like I can't wait to talk about Falcons Browns. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. that, but. Though, pretty, pretty like, low on the, last, the last thing about the Rams, mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to win many games if all you're doing is targeting two people. No, game. well, no, I mean, they, they need they need Beckham or they need uh, who's the Jefferson? Jefferson. Van Jefferson. Um, he, well, yeah, Van Jefferson. Well, and Alan Rob, I mean, Alan Robinson's not a. You know, he's, he's not, not a bum. A he's not you a should. no. Alan Robinson has has had some nice moments. It's just the time, whatever it is. It's it's just not there yet, and maybe I mean who knows? Maybe it won't be there. I mean Cooper Cup is tremendous, uh, but that combo with Beckham and Cup that was a great duo, um, mm. and Ed Robinson just hasn't that move has not paid off. Maybe it will over the course of the season. Um, I mean it took a little bit for Beckham to get going last year, but, but I mean like Beckham, it, it, you can't put at Robinson on the same level as Beckham. Right, no, I mean, no. Beckham is is a is a legitimately elite wide receiver. You can complain about some of his antics and shenanigans. He's always had a, had had some tough breaks with injuries, but Beckham is a superstar receiver. 
Robinson had some nice moments for the Chicago Bears, right? <laughs> I mean, pfft. so make of that what you will. I don't know, man. That, that division set up pretty good. You know, the Cardinals are a mess. They ended up beating the Panthers, but I don't know, man. And by the way, J.J. Watt, very emotional in the postgame. You know, with that information about his AFib kind of getting leaked out and him talking about how much he, you know, just trying to appreciate the moment, appreciating the win. So, you know, and, and he had a... I can't believe he played. Yeah, no, that's a bit of a surprise. That That's a man that's very dedicated and loves playing some football because that's kind of a scary thing. Yeah, uh, and he, you know, he tipped a uh, he tipped a Mayfield throw that en- that set up a Cards interception, which ended up setting up a Kyler Murray touchdown run. And you know, the Cards are weird, man. Like Kyler Murray, by the way, zero zero touchdowns in the first half of any game this year. Two picks. Second half, five touchdowns, zero picks, two rushing touchdowns. It's just odd. Uh, I guess when you kick off, you just have to tell him it's the third quarter. Yeah, well, just you know, maybe he's studying too much in the first half. I mean, they threw it, they threw, right? They threw it out, or maybe that's when he is studying. Maybe that's what it is. He's not doing his offseason work, so the first half is the is the study period. It's a study hall, right? The second half is when it's go time. Maybe, just Shit, saying. He's probably, he's probably playing Angry Birds <laughs> on that fucking tablet. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I, I don't know. They're they're weird, man. And Baker Mayfield, look, dude, I know you're salty as fuck at times, but, you know, you're getting a second chance here. Talking about I don't care about the fact that our fans are booing or what's going on. We'll figure it out and we win. I hope you do figure it out, man. Good for you. But you got you to gotta take it down a notch on the saltiness, bro. Take it down a notch, man. I don't think you're going to get a sponsorship of saltine crackers. I don't think it's happening. All these flavors, and you choose to be salty. All these flavors. That's that that Baker Mayfield should just be in that meme in perpetuity, right? I mean, I, I appreciate the dude's moxie, I do, but I mean, I th- I thought I read that he leads the league in like tipped or batted balls. I might be wrong about that, but oh, he's got. Oh yeah, well you know what, Shannon, you're right. You're right. If I'm gonna say that, you said balls. Yeah. You get it. Grab life by the balls. Oh, no! (laughs) That's the coldest this year. You're right. So, I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see how the Rams kind of evolve over the course of the season. As far as Beckham, since he came up in conversation, I'm very curious to see who he signs with. Does he go back to the Rams? Does he pick a new team? There was some chatter that, and he hinted a little bit about... um, you know, the, the Packers, and I got to tell you, like, I think given the Packers wide receiving core, uh, Beckham would be kind of a fun addition. And, uh, look, I, I, I've made fun of him for plenty of things. But, again, he's an elite – he's a legitimately elite guy. So that would be kind of fun, even if it's kind of that mercenary, you sign him for just the year and you go from there. I'd, I'd be okay with that. Still bummed about Devontae leaving, but Beckham yeah. being out there, you know – and he loves playing on grass. Well, you get some grass in Green Bay. Uh, they, yeah, prob- they probably have good weed up there, too, if that matters to somebody. Um, <laughs> I thought you were talking about the weed. Oh, well. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that that would be kind of neat. I'd, I'd be down for that. Uh, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I would certainly be I'd certainly be happy with that, um, given the state of the, the Packers wide receiving core. I mean, Cobb, Cobb the, you know, the chemistry with Cobb is good. Uh, Dobbs has obviously done some nice things, 
but Beckham would that would be pretty nice if it comes to that. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, you're right. I mean, Cooper at some point as as phenomenal as Cooper Cup is. I mean, you're just you're telling you know what I'm saying. Like teams know you got it. You got to be able to diversify the offense and diversify what you're going to do. I mean, I mean, obviously Stafford can't throw 50 passes a game and have 30 or 40 of them go to cup. That's just not going to happen. You could try. Oh, look, I just got I, my bedtime reminder from my, from my watch. <laughs> it's 1230. Your bedtime is set for 1230. <laughs> well, I mean, nope, cup did not get, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cup did get what? 19, 20 looks yeah. on, on the game. It's just between him and Higby. It's like, if that's majority of the passes, yeah. there's, a, there's an issue. There's a disconnect there on that offense. And, well, Clearly, they miss Robert Woods. Robert yes. Woods definitely was a good complimentary receiver uh, for a cup. Well, I mean, if and... they're missing Wood, I mean, AB's always out there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's I mean, have more he, fights he, on the sideline. Look, at, clearly, he's, clear, clearly, AB's all about stretching the D. <laughs> if you saw the Twitter photos in the pool, what did you do? All uh, Austin Powers with the penis pump? <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, and he can also. He's probably also earned himself a guest spot on Crank Anchors. Excuse me while I whip this out. Mm-hmm. Emphasis on Yank. You know what? That was. Thank What's you. In the box. I, yeah. <laughs> Great ass. <laughs> Oh, here you go, Randy. Uh, 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 Shannon, you're right. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> One of these days, I actually have to sit down and watch that. I've never watched that that Wait, movie, by what? the way. No, I've never I've never watched Blazing Saddles. How? I just haven't. I've seen pieces of it, but I've never watched the whole thing. Honestly, and... that movie could not be made today. No, of it's course still not. A classic. Yeah. Oh, incidentally, can I say how happy I am that? Uh, Hugh Jackman's gonna gonna show back up as Wolverine in Deadpool. That announcement oh, that's was awesome. phenomenal. That is incredible. That... So happy, so happy. I, and I, you know what? I don't care if he's just in a suit the whole time. Like he doesn't have to be all you know, bare chested and midriff, which doesn't matter to me anyway. But like you can, you know what I mean? Like if if that's part of the issue, man, put the man in a suit. It's okay. It's okay. Use some CG, dude. <laughs> I think getting Hugh Jackman back for however long that goes is awesome because he needs. I, I think you know to give. I know it's fan servicey. I totally get that, but the chemistry with those two was phenomenal. I hope the story is good. I'm very excited that he is returning as as Wolverine. I know people. Oh, he's too tall. He's too this. He's too that. Look, man, he's a cool dude. That's a fun character. <clears throat> You know, if you don't like Wolverine, you're probably a jackhole. Um, and if you and if you don't like if you don't like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, you can fuck right out of here. F O H with you. So well, I, and, I and hope it be, sets up and they have that. You know, if they just have a good time and are having fun and the chemistry is there, I'm sure the story is going to be interesting and they're going to set stuff up for Jackman. Um, but I, I'm excited to see him come back in that role, dude. It's phenomenal. That's it's good, great it's news. It's going to be great be, just because, I mean, in the comics, it's just Deadpool annoying the shit out of Wolverine and Wolverine beating the hell out of it. Yeah. I mean, it was just it's just back and forth. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> These two playing off each other is going to be so phenomenal. <laughs> That's exciting. That's exciting. 
two years, but that's it's a lot. It's, it's a wait. I know it's a long wait. So, but I, you know, if we're lucky, that sets up for some other stuff with the MCU, mm-hmm. and he can put a put a bow on, you know, uh, his career as Wolverine in a much more satisfying way. Because I mean, some of those, some of those X Men movies were marginal at best. <laughs> that's, yeah, they were. That, that's a that's a pretty kind way to say some of those were. So I'd love to see him better integrated and really enjoy some of what made the MCU so fun. And I, and I think the the particularly now that we've lost, you know, Captain America, Tony, you know, some of some of the other characters and some of the other actors that we've had along the way. I think to have that chemistry with those two, both as actors but as characters, I think is really important because that you know, what I'm, and I know that sounds weird, but there's we've said goodbye to a few people over the past couple of years. And I think those two can kind of bridge, you know what I mean, with just their banter and their back and forth. Again, we'll see what the how, how it plays out in the movies, but I think that is that is a tremendous play. Whatever they had to pay him to get him to do that is absolutely 100% worth it. 100 fucking percent, man. Given fan reaction on that, hell yes. I don't care. I don't care if everybody at Marvel had to call JG Wentworth. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Anyway, I know that's a really random topic jump. Sorry about that. Oh no, you're fine. (laughs) Because I share the same sentiment. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Hugh Jabbing with the claws. Excuse me while I whip these out, right? Right, <laughs> right. Good times. Anyway, let, let's let's jump back to back to football. Uh, I got to tell you, man, like Bills and Ravens, man. I was I, I was I was doing a couple of things. You know, everybody that knows me well knows I start I either don't watch the one o'clocks or I'm doing other stuff. I start a lot of games very late, or you know, it's very very rare that I'm live for anything on a Sunday. So, which I appreciate the fact that y'all in the chat don't inundate me with messages about stuff because I'd be like, I can't look at my phone for four hours. <laughs> um, so, thank you for not doing that. But as I as I was talking with a buddy of mine, and so I ended up glancing at a score because we were talking about something. I was like, okay, fine, I'll look. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> what is going on in this game, dude? <laughs> I was like, well. Because he was looking for a different game. He was looking for a different game that wasn't on here. And I was like, well, at the rate this is going, maybe they'll switch to it for you. Which obviously ended up being a great second half. The Ravens are weird to me. And there's a couple of storylines out of this game. I mean, obviously, it was all Ravens out of the gate. Uh, Allen throwing a, an interception on the opening drive. And that set up a, a touchdown from Lamar Dra- uh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Like he's Dracula. It's October. Uh, Lamar Jackson with the shovel pass to Dobbins. And just a, a couple of just ridiculous plays. Mahomes, I tell you what, Mahomes and Jackson, some of the plays they've done this year where they've gotten away from people and done stuff, just ridiculous. Uh, but in the second quarter, Ravens are up 17-3, to and uh, it was second and 19, and Jackson just somehow got away from a whole bunch of defenders oh gosh, to make the yeah. throw, and then Mark Andrews tips the ball up, and Duvernay brings it in for a first down. It was just 100% ridiculous, man. Uh, but, you know, the Bills start coming. That sounds a little dirty. But the Bills get rolling. Uh, <laughs> Allen hits McKenzie on first and goal. They close it to 20 and 10. Uh, 20 to 10. And you go, okay, all right. Uh, third quarter, man, second and, uh, second and three from the 11. Allen on a design run, takes it in for the touchdown. And, you know, it's 20 to 20, dude. The Bills have they had 17 unanswered points. That's pretty serious. 
So fourth quarter, rolling. You know, Jackson with some clutch runs. Man, they set up a great goal line opportunity, but they can't finish. They can't finish. Jackson ends up running it on third and goal. Doesn't doesn't get in. Sets up that fourth and goal from the two. Right. Lamar Jackson drops back. He's obviously under duress. And there was a moment where Duvernay, I'm pretty sure it was Duvernay, was open in, in the corner of the end zone. He was open. Jackson didn't see him. But the Bills are bringing the heat, bro. So by the time he backpedals to buy some more time, he ends up throwing up just a floater into the end zone. And Poyer bags the interception. That was a 14-play, 93-yard, essentially nine-and-a-half-minute drive. And they got zero fucking points. Zero. So I would ask you this. <laughs> what do you guys think of the decision? We obviously have the old hindsight. <laughs> it's 2020. You see how the game worked out, etc. But analytics aside, in the excuse me, in the heat of the moment with the feel of the game, do you hate the play call? Do you hate the decision? Like, what do you guys think? The score was 20 to 3. Now it's tied. Take the points. Exactly. Take the points. You, you always, What do we always say? Take the damn points. Take the points. But, you know, I mean, yeah, you went for it and you paid for it. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where that you saw the momentum was starting to shift and you could have slowed down the bleeding, but you chose to just keep Problem your foot is, on the gas. You had a, four, like you said, 14-play, nine-minute drive. Mm-hmm. At least pay it off. With something. With something. Something. At least take the lead and force them to have to go down. If you have so much, you know, confidence in your defense, force them to have to go down the field behind, not tied. Because the being tied puts more pressure on your defense. Right. I mean, I, I, I guess there's something to be said for saying, well, you know, the Bills roll down the field anyway. Look, they converted some pretty clutch third downs on that. Uh, you know, they could have scored a touchdown if they wanted. Well, maybe, right? Maybe, 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 not. maybe, maybe not. But here's the thing: putting the, in a tie game, it's very different because, you know, had, had you stuck had you stuck something on the board, right? They have to score because mm. you stuck nothing on the board. Worst case, if they can drive down, even if they get zero, it goes to overtime. You know, but because you stuck nothing on the board, anything that they do is a win. As long as they can matriculate the ball down the field. I don't know. That, that's a tough one. I appreciate the aggressiveness of from Harbaugh at times. I do. Um, he's obviously been a coach that historically has, has gone for it. And I can appreciate that. Um, that was a tough decision. And to be fair, it was there. Jackson just didn't see the dude. in the, you know. Again, I'm pretty sure it was Duvernay. Jackson just didn't see him in the end zone when he was open. And by the time he threw it to him, uh, Poyer just closed and stole. I mean, that was a hell of a defensive play to make up that distance and get that pick. He did a hell of a job, but that was there. That was there for him. Yeah, it was I there mean, for it, him. It helped that there really wasn't a lot of zip on the ball either. If I mean, mm. if it was like a the typical oh, yeah. frozen rope he threw, it'd be no different. Story, Look, if but... it was a Lamar Jackson, like he had a Danny Werfel rainbow. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? He, <laughs> you I gave mean, Poyer a chance to break on the ball is what he did. The only floater I've seen better than that was the one my son dropped in the toilet earlier oh, this week. No. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just... I was going to say it's usually your daughter. But... <laughs> no. Hers well, actually, I was in the toilet. Sorry. No, no. Logan drops the floaters. Chloe drops the peakers, the, one that ri- the ones that rise above the waterline. That's different. Uh, okay. <laughs> my kids will be like, I can't believe you talked about us pooping on the podcast, Dad. <laughs> yeah, me either. But you know what? <laughs> Shit happens, literally. Indeed. Literally, yes. <laughs> Indeed. So, and it's tough because I mean the Bills did go down the field again. They had some clutch plays t- to do that. Part of the one of the kickers, though, it's amazing to me that as the Bills went you know, matriculated the ball down the field, the Ravens had instructions not to tackle Singletary near the goal line. Right? Let them score, so you guarantee you get the ball back. And one of the Ravens defenders brings the dudes that brings them down. So the Bills just bleed the clock, walk off field, go boom. I mean, it just it just did not work out for them. So Jack's not an opportunity. I it a lot was of mental it, errors. It was there for the taking, but given the context of how some things have gone for the Ravens, the, the I mean, they've got like five straight home losses. Right, that I mean, that's weird for them. They were score, they were scoreless in the second half. Take mm-hmm. the field goal, dude. Yes, scoreless Take in the, the second field. half. Take the field goal. Right. Take the field goal. Take the field goal. Uh, fifth straight home loss dating back to last season, and they blew a seventeen point lead against Buffalo, and they blew a twenty one point lead to Miami. They're the second team in NFL history to blow two seventeen plus point leads in their first four games. In the second half, unless yeah, I mean that that's that's rough, that's rough. I think that deserves a how how that does deserve that. You know what? This is already sitting here. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? <laughs> no wonder Marcus Peters was pissed. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but, I mean I, I don't blame him. Like. I don't know. I like, I, I understand people will argue about the analytics and all that. And I mean, I, I, I understand why Harbaugh went for it in the same respect. You nope. were up 17, you're tied. You just had the song draft paid nope. off with something. You bageled the second half, dude. Take the field goal, bro. Take the points. Take the points. Take the points. I mean, how many times have we seen that over the past, over the years, <clears throat> that by someone going for it and not getting it, it, it you know, when it, they could have just kicked the damn field goal. Comes back to bite them in the ass. Yeah, I, I just, that's one, I, I again, game flow, game flow. Well, I, I would have yeah, taken something, something over nothing. Again, I, I can appreciate the aggressiveness of going for it. I do. Maybe we can argue about the play call, but the reality is they didn't get it done, and Buffalo is part of the reason Buffalo rolled down the field because that defense was deflated because they got zero out of that? You know, I That's mean, a it's, it's a bunch of shoulda, coulda, woulda, imagine this, imagine that, you know, but to, to have the ball for nine and a half minutes and get zero, that's rough. I think the Lions might have scored four touchdowns in that. Or the Lions and the Seahawks might have scored 30 points in that time frame. They probably did. <laughs> it's it ridiculous. Probably. So... You know that that's tough. 
That's tough. That's that's a tough L for the Ravens. A good win for the Bills, particularly because it's a one score. It's a one score win, which they haven't necessarily fared well with. So to have some adversity to overcome that, that's good for Buffalo. But it, you know, if I'm the Ravens, man, that one's gonna that one's gonna stick in the craw for a while, and it should. It should. That should be that should be the kind of loss that pisses you off, and you carry some mojo from that and try to hammer some people going forward. I mean, losing to Buffalo is no, there's no embarrassment in in losing to Buffalo, but I do well, I cer- certainly think in a game like that, that's close like that, that's tight. Um, you know, three points is it's super critical, right? Super critical just to at least have something up on them to try to close out the game because you know maybe that gives your defense a little extra oomph to go ahead and lock that down. Maybe I don't know. Didn't work though. And, of course, on the other side of the ball for the Bills, you know, mm-hmm. once they got down, Allen just was like, when all Pedro Serrano was like, fuck you, Joe Boo, I'm going to do it myself. I mean, he basically just took that team on his back and was like, I'm going to lead you to the promised land. And that's what he did. Yeah. I mean, Allen's incredible, dude. I mean, it, he's, you know. But with those third down runs he had, I mean, good God, yeah. that dude is just, he's a baller. Yeah. You know, it's funny, and I think some of this is a byproduct of having played, you know, so much fantasy football. And then obviously doing the podcast. And I've, I've got my fandom, right? And I've got the teams that, you know, I really like root, root for. But one of the nice things that, about doing all this other stuff is I can really appreciate a lot of other storylines in football. And I can really appreciate players way more without feeling like, oh, it's not my team. You know what I mean? I don't. I mean, the laundry's nice, and again, I have my vested interest, my rooting interest. So I just certainly don't root against my teams, right? It's not that. Uh, I do root against an owner because I hate Dan Snyder because he sucks bags of ass. Um, he should come into brown-eyed fail. That's who should come into that. But that fucker on the sideline hanging or down on the field hanging out with Jerry Jones, man, fuck out of here. Won't even show up at a. I don't remember the last time I saw his him show his face in Washington. There he is chilling with Jerry Jones, man. But go jump off his yacht and the. Some rando sea far away from here, you fucker. Um, but now I've got myself all a, a tangent hop so much I forgot what I was going to talk about. Uh oh, is that something, is that, something is that, in regards to Josh Allen? I see oh, Donovan McNabb holding a pumpkin beer. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but but Josh <laughs> Josh Allen is one of those guys that I think if you love football, right, and you love the NFL, yeah. now if you're if you're a fan of the Dolphins or an AFC East team, you can't be like I love Josh Allen. But I think, like, once you get a step removed from your fandom, like, Josh Allen is one of those players that you go, I like watching that dude play. You know what I mean? And and the Bills have had enough bad breaks in the history of their, of their franchise. But that's a team that, you know, again, you might have fandom in a way. But if you take that out of the equation, like, that dude is a hell of a football player, man. There's a couple of people in the league. Mahomes is one of those guys. Allen's one of those guys. I mean, there's some running backs. There's obviously a lot of quarterbacks. But he's one of those dudes that you're just like, man, people piled on him when he got drafted and what he looked like early on in his career. That dude has worked his ass off. It's a great story. He's, you know, and we never know what people are really like, but he seems like a good dude, right? And he's likable. So it's easy to root for him to have success. Again, I'm not asking people to put their fandom aside, but uh, it's just, it's fun, man. I like that dude. Mm-hmm. Like that dude. I mean, it so. also helps. He's a good dude in general too. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that, that's a big plus. Mm-hmm. 
good look for the league. He, he he's gonna be a great ambassador when he finally uh, when he finally retires. Well, we got a long way to go to that. Well, but but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I mean, he I, fin- I hear you. Know, you. He's gonna he's gonna be in the league whether he's a player or something else. Well, I hope he's I hope he's a better ambassador than Brett freaking Favre. That fucker. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's up with that. Shit, I don't know. But... I mean, I feel like I, I feel like his his post career actions just like I'm like I loved him as a football player. I appreciate his football career, <laughs> and I'm just like Ugh. beyond that, he's an ass bag. You <laughs> asshole! Yeah. You asshole! What are you doing? Oh man, talk about someone that's written their legacy. Such a shame. Such an absolute shame. But it, you know, it, it, that's a reminder that we never really know these guys. You know, we know what they want us to know in a lot of cases and what yeah. what they show us. And sometimes there's just other stuff going on, man. And uh, some things, you know, come out of the woodwork. And you're like, oh, this bitch. Or as the hound might say. Cunts. Yeah, that's about right. Anyway, well, let's go ahead and take a break, man. Um, I need a fresh beer anyway. That, that whole Brett Favre segue leaves a sour taste in my mouth. Oh, I was going to drink it out of there, but that beer is legit empty. Oh, well. Okay. That means it's time for a sip of, of uh, Jack and Coke. Mm. So I'll tell you what. Let's take a break. We need to come back. We need, need to do a salute clock. We need to raise a glass to Shannon, man. Somehow surviving 20 years, bro. Yeah. Yeah. We owe you. We owe you a tip. Uh, uh, you know, raise the glass for that one. A tip of the cap for sure. Or at least to Amber for putting up with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a two way street. So. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's more it's more fun to make fun of you. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a good time, man. She she would agree. It's still real to me, damn it. That's right. Anyway, <laughs> so as always, keywords are sports and brew. You can find us uh, our home feed on Podbean, which gets picked up by a ton of stuff. Stitcher, LiveSportsCaster.com, Spotify, Amazon. All over the place, man. If you like hanging out, drinking some beers, making fun of people, particularly making fun of people, you'll probably like us. If you don't like making fun of people, you probably just think we're a bunch of blowhard assholes. But we're better than Antonio Brown, if nothing else. Not on the field, obviously, but certainly off the field. <laughs> that fuck face. Certainly in the pool. <laughs> but I mean, you're not When wrong, you're swimming you're in assholes. the pool and out pops your tool... It's not diarrhea. It's Antonio Brown. (laughs) (laughs) That's a name, Brown. (laughs) Whoo. Damn. Bruh. Yeah. A B, man. He he is hard to handle. All I'm saying is, man, I tell you what, you know that guy's an idiot, because if there's any place you shouldn't be doing that kind of crap, it's Dubai. (laughs) Does he want to lose a hand? A foot? Like, that's right. That's pretty ballsy to do that crap in that country. Just saying. That's, it. that's a bad, bad, bad decision, man. Bad decision. Uh, that's one way to end up on SCP's uh, bad beats. Yeah. <laughs> that's more like bad meats instead of bad beats. <laughs> 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 oh my god. <laughs> oh well somebody's a Green Day fan <laughs> when I come around. Oh. Oh. Maybe he was just limbering up for the for the for the, the reach around from Todd. I don't know. <laughs> or, or worse, get the screech around. <laughs> 
Oh, that's terrible. I'm sorry, Todd. That was so inappropriate. You forgive me for that one. Or don't, but you can curse us out in the text later. It's fine. <laughs> Clearly the danger zone. Hmm. My gosh. Freaking idiot. Anyway, all right, keywords of sports and brew. You can find us all over the place. Uh, thanks for putting up with our crap. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back in a minute with a salute o'clock and uh, raising a glass to Shannon for uh, making it to 20 years, man. That's a good job, good effort. You know, we love you. We know you. We love you guys and your family, bro. Uh, but we, we'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes. Woo! And water some trees. But you know me, I got that big backyard. <laughs> anyway. You sure do have some healthy trees back that, there. We do, we, we do have some healthy trees, man. <laughs> I tell you what, man. I, this segment's going to be sponsored by. I don't know if I if it should be SVBs. Is that? I, I feel like it's wrong to taint SVP with an SVBs <laughs> bad meats, right? I almost feel like that's dirty pool, dirty, literally dirty pool. Oh no! Oh my! Where is this going? SVBs bad meats. God, if anybody should be announcing that, it's the Failhorn. Brown eyed taint. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, anyway. Oh, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> is it really though? Is it? <laughs> uh, Probably not. It is it is when it's one of SVB's bad meats. Whitfield knows all about the too soon with that one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! What's she doing to God dang. <laughs> oh my God. There it is. It's a podcast or a roast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man! No, oh. he, he got some invisible dropped on him. Well, anyway, Whew. that was better than what could have been dropped on him. Which you know what? Oh no! <laughs> Here we go! <laughs> it's happening. Talk about SVB bad meats. <laughs> oh, no. shit, man. <laughs> oh, God. Come on, man. <laughs> this <laughs> SVB's Bad Meats starring the Fantasy Fan Hard. Oh, man. Damn. <laughs> There's a reason why all those girls back in the day went ludicrous on that dude. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to pull out if they roll out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, I just got 
got an ab workout from laughing so hard. Look, man, look, man. Look, here's the deal. The rest of us, the rest of us in the brew crew get the Marvin Gaye, let's get it on. But Whitfield gets the. This is just so wrong. Whitfield gets the. Let's get it gone. SVB's bad meats. <laughs> oh, okay. That's enough. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, jeez. Whew. Okay. Wow. That was mean. I need, a, think? I need a sip. Of, <laughs> I need a sip of my beverage after that. Mm. God bless. Oh wow. Mm. Man, he got SDM. That's just ruthless, bro. I don't know the last time we broke that out on anybody. That's been a minute. That's been a minute. Like probably, probably a Barfwin reference. Well, I don't know. More than likely, he might listen to the this 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 podcast and be like, "Man, that's the end of the road." I mean, that's. <laughs> That's it, bro. <laughs> we just we just killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ruthless. Well, we roast the ones we love. We love you. <laughs> At least somebody does. You cunt. <laughs> hey, speaking of cunt, are y'all are y'all gonna get that 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 uh? The fascin- fascinating Ada, uh, cunt, don't be a Christmas or don't be a cunt. It's Christmas what? towel. Drink, drink some more, Shannon. Drink some more. <laughs> don't, don't hurt yourself there, MacGuffin. <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt yourself there. Talking is hard. <laughs> yes. English, do you speak it, motherfucker? Do you? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> ain't no country. <laughs> oh man all right all right all right again all right salute o'clock salute we need a salute o'clock i hope this thing has been recording oh thank god it has i was like can you imagine if we lost that to the to the to the oh, void i would have been so disappointed oh my god dude that'd been depressing oh i might have to As, i'm still depressed over that one. all i know is episode four hundo that last segment's going in it that's all i'm saying <laughs> that's a that's unlike with look <laughs> unlike Whitfield that's a keeper that's all I'm saying whoa Jesus bro <laughs> Randy I hope Jeff enjoys that segment. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure he will. <laughs> and I'm sure I'll get texts about it. <laughs> you probably will. Mm. Just like, I'm just like tired of it. I'll be like, really, guys? <laughs> really? Oh, just remember, we didn't start the fire. Whitfield might have, and they make a cream for that. <laughs> oh, no. Holy <laughs> 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 shit. Woo! Okay. I don't know why this turned into murder Whitfield night. I'm not sure. 
That's rough. Anyway, we salute the clock, salute the clock, salute the clock. There you go. Matt, we love you. Show up for the podcast next time, hombre. Oh, man. I think he's just butthurt. I think he's, he's full BHA, butthurt alert uh, with the Mets taking in the gym with the Braves. Uh, all kidding aside, salute the clock. Man, I, I am enjoying a mighty fine stone IPA. Nice and chilly. Oh, I, I woke Sarah up. I just got a WTF text. I've been laughing, <laughs> laughing too much. There you go. You know, that's that's how you know it's been a good segment. I've, I've woken up everybody in the house at one o'clock in the morning. Mm. At least it's but, not three in the morning when you. No, that's it. true. But enjoying a mighty fine stone IPA <laughs> and an absolutely delicious uh, Jack and Mexico. Uh, Shannon, what you got, bro? Uh, doubling up tonight. Uh, just got some Sam Adams Oktoberfest. And, you know, 20th anniversary, so I had to go a little all out. Little Hardywood Memos Mean Cobbler. There you go. That's nice. That's nice. Enjoying myself. Cheers. As you should. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's quite the milestone, my friend. Yeah, no, 20 years, man. That's wild, man. Happy anniversary, as always. And uh, I'll raise a glass to both of you putting up with each other long enough to make it to this point. You know, Shannon, you're still alive. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good job. I was, I was teasing her. I was like, we haven't killed each other yet. That's good. If, if you've made it 20 years, you ought to be you ought to be in the clear, right? Man, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. Huh. Go to sleep one night. You don't wake up the next morning. Fair enough. Oh, you know what, Shannon? I think. This, this is what you need. This is what you need. You gotta in, you, you, you gotta intro how you made it through 20 years of being married. Here we go. <laughs> Get that voice ready. <laughs> Hold on. Here it, here it comes. Here it comes. Here's the secret to 20 years of a happy marriage. Two words. Yes, dear. (laughs) Fair. Fair point. Good call. Good call. (laughs) I like that. That's a good save. That's a good save. Do I text Sarah back yes, dear, on her WTF comment to me? Oh, I, I want. I'm curious as to what that reply is going to be like. <laughs> no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> I mean, that's my usually my go-to as well. But what Penny doesn't realize, I'm just like, yes, dear. And it's just the uh, she thinks I'm agreeing with her, and I'm just like, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> fair fair enough fair Ooh, enough fair Marty. enough oh good Holy yes shit. dear is there a restaurant or a beer called yes dear you feel like that should exist somewhere shouldn't you so so right down the road there's a restaurant near me called i don't know mm-hmm. so when women's you ask them where you want to go to dinner and they say i don't know you take them right you take there. them you take them there look at that and then they get pissed. And that's, pretty, that's actually pretty brilliant. <laughs> Where do you want to go to dinner? I don't know. Leroy! <laughs> <laughs>
Well played, sir. Well played, sir. Have I got a place for you? <laughs> Randy, what are you enjoying this fine evening, sir? Well, round one, um, I enjoyed myself a uh, cauldron from Dantonkilled Brewery. Nice. Oh, man. And uh, for round two, I got myself a Fallon from Dantonkilled Brewery. Hey. Shannon hey, uh, hooked me up with a nice little six-pack, so I'm enjoying these uh, as we record. There you go, man. I like that. I like that. Hey, Why don't you go down to the Mayo Travel Agency and get you a ticket the way your brain has been vacationing? <laughs> well, now. Okay. Yikes. Randy! I always like, I it, when, it. I always like it when there's an accidental sound bite. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> what, huh? <laughs> you should not drink and bake. That's a, that's a sound bit of advice, by the way. Oh, oh hey, Whitfield. I mean, technically, <laughs> we were having brownies and beer at your house. That's you true. Know. Well, That's you, true. you guys, yeah, I, I was gonna say I abstained because I wasn't sure how that would go. But That's all I, take, I take Arnold's advice. Yeah, I'm mellow I'm enough. Mm-hmm. I'm mellow enough. I don't need to find out how much more mellower I could potentially get. I mean, what if I be a fucking cat? I mean, it might just make you things. giggly. You never know. You never know. Instead of giggity guys, we'll have giggly guys. Yeah, we could have giggly guys. That's good. <laughs> Don't I talk enough when I'm drunk? Do I really need to be strunk on top of it? Yes. Yeah. 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 See, All right. Let's see. <laughs> All right. Let's shift, gear. let's shift gears a little bit so we can try to stick to our two and through uh, jobby on this one. <laughs> I was, I got to admit, like, you know, after last week when I took the Chiefs in the survivor pool and I got hosed. I went ahead and I took the Packers against the Patriots in the Survivor Pool. And as this game's unfolding, I'm like, God bless. Am I going to get hosed again in this damn thing? Unbelievable. But Packers obviously came through in the end. Mercifully, thank you for sparing me the endless Lindy text I probably would have gotten had the Patriots... (laughs) (laughs) I don't even I don't even know I did have a fun conversation with Lindy over the course of that game and um you know football football is gonna football dude you know you sometimes you get screwball things but this is definitely one of those where they kind of survived the Patriots it's not how I expected this game to go right for sure I mean Rodgers had uh, for him a historically bad first half he was 4 of 11 for 44 yards with a passer rating of 11.2. It was the worst half of Rodgers' entire career. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? That was terrible. That was terrible. And that included uh, New England's, uh, I think it's Jack Jones, scoring on a 40-yard interception return, which gave the Patriots a 10-7 halftime lead. So th- there was definitely some rough, rough and stumble is probably the way to look at that. Uh, not only with Hoyer getting that, getting knocked out with that concussion, but Bailey Zappi? Come on, who was like, yo, I got Bailey Zappi coming in and, you know, uh, making this a competitive game. I sure didn't. So, uh, but kudos to him, by they the way. They drafted who? They drafted, yeah, I know, right. They drafted, <laughs> Pretty much. They drafted who? Bailey Zappi, that's who. They drafted who? <laughs> who the fuck is this? This cocksucker <laughs> might not even have a Green card. <laughs> I, know, I, I think uh, Lindy has some kind of Facebook comment talking about Zappy, and I think I stuck a, Fra- a Frank Zappa gif up on there. <laughs> I just laughed. But uh, no, nah, man, kudos to that guy. I mean, that's a tough situation to come into. 
and uh, have a have a productive game. Now, to be fair, to be fair, in the third quarter, Rodgers fired off a touchdown to Robert Tunyon, like Funyon made it made it fourteen ten, and somehow, some way, I don't know who was doing drugs. Speaking of doing eating some brownies and some edibles, apparently the clock operators and the refs were doing some edibles somewhere along that game because the Patriots. That was that was one of the most egregious non calls of a delay of game I have ever seen in my life. That clock not only hit zero, it started counting down. I think it was on thirty eight when they snapped the damn ball. Like what the hell was that, man? Yeah, I think they said it was like two or three seconds or maybe yes. four, like around that area. The, but I was like, okay, oh, that was okay, whatever. That, that was ridiculous. And not only did they miss, not only did they miss a delay a game. I mean, on on that particular play, Zappy ends up throwing a touchdown to Parker for a seventeen to fourteen Patriots lead. That was like, really, the fuck. It's almost so. like it was a makeup call for um, when uh, Belichick was losing his shit because they reset the clock when they really shouldn't have on that one on that one play. Well, so it was. I don't know. It's it was it was the refs are. The refs are gonna ref at this point. <laughs> refs are refs gonna, gonna ref. ref. <laughs> refs. I thought I thought we were past the replacement refs. Isn't that done? Anyway, <laughs> at this rate, they're gonna end up on the uh, SVB bad meats at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those refs deserve to be on SVB bad meats for sure. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> the fail Mary seem like forever ago? Yeah, it was. It was ten years ago. I think last week it was ten years ago for the fail Mary. Which is still that's an amazing sequence of events, by the way. I mean that 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 was such a wild thing. I I wonder what it would be like to dig up that podcast with the fail Mary. <laughs> oh, I remember because we did hell uh, Ed Hockley walking into Goodell's office to Vince McMahon's music. Nice, <laughs> that's a good drop. Yeah, that, that one that one might be kind of fun to dig up out of the annals of of sports brew podcasting and, and cue that hockey with his arms mm-hmm. doing the vince mcmahon walk yeah. saying bring us back bitch bring us back bitch <laughs> and they did the fail mary was was the motive you know what i mean like after that happened it was within a couple of days and they got that resolved with the replacement refs i mean that was that was that much of a debacle uh but look in the fourth quarter the, the patriots polished off a drive with the damon harris touchdown to go up 24 17 and um, the Packers responded. They had a drive capped off with Rodgers' 500th career touchdown pass. Uh, he hit Romeo Dobbs for the score to tie it up 24-24. And this is one of those times where, like, I was trying to get live in a hurry. And so I was zipping through a lot of this game. And when Rodgers aired out another one to Dobbs and he had the step-step hand elbow, I mean, the ball ended up coming out when he hit the ground. But I'm like, step-step hand elbow, that's a touchdown. Hell yeah, Boom. I was super excited, and then it, of course it wasn't. <laughs> and then I was less excited, but of course Des Bryant, Des Bryant was like, mm, "I know this." <laughs> and I, well, I, it, it, it's like I said in the chat. I think if they had initially called it a touchdown, it would have stood. But because they called it complete from the word go, uh, I think that's kind of why they were like, "We're just going to leave it as is. We're not going to try to mess with this." Hard well, that's it. yeah, that's one where I wonder had it been under two minutes. If they would have just called it a touchdown, because you know what I mean, just let it go to review. Uh, I mean, I know they challenged it, and look, you can go back and forth. It is funny though to think about the difference between being a runner and crossing the plane and being a receiver and crossing the plane because they're two different things. You know, um, I don't, I don't remember which game it was. 
if it was the Broncos or the maybe it was the I, I don't know. There was a game where somebody fumbled right at the end, and he, uh, the the running back broke the plane uh, before the fumble, and so it it didn't matter, right? But it it, it is funny to contrast the difference between a receiver and a running back or a quarterback taking it in and it being a touchdown, even if they fumble the damn thing. So it's kind of an oddball, it's kind of an oddball thing, you know, but I feel like they should kind of make the rules to where, yeah, you crossed the goal line, but if you're going to the ground, you need to maintain, maintain control. Well, I mean, essentially that, well, you mean for running backs too? Well, that's what I'm saying, because sometimes that'll happen where, like, say the a quarterback sneak, you know, over the, you know, right over the goal line where they leap over. Yeah, as long as they control the ball, great. But if sometimes you'll see them cross and the ball get knocked out and then mm-hmm. there's still a touchdown. Whereas with receivers, it's like you said, it's different. It's them two feet and then hit. And if they hit the ground, they have to maintain control of the ball. It can't move and all that stuff. It's it really is that much different. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird. I'm trying to scroll through and see who that was. Maybe it wasn't the Rams, or excuse me, maybe it wasn't the Raiders and the Broncos. That's a tough one, man. That's a tough. That's a tough spot. You know, it, football move, not a football move. I don't know, dude. I mean, the guy had step step. He had a step step, a hand elbow, and then the other side of his body came down and the ball came out. So the argument is he didn't complete the catch, didn't survive the ground. I hear that. It's just a weird it's just a weird contrast, man. It's just a weird contrast. So I mean it ended up not mattering, but in the moment I was like, Hell yeah. And then I was like, Oh man. <laughs> that was a bummer. So uh but you know, the Packers D held in overtime. Rogers you know, led the drive down the field. A.J. Dillon got grounded. Mason Crosby hit from 31 for the win. So, I'm not so much... Like part of the conversation I had with Lindy was, like, you know, he mentioned this is the kind of win, if you're a fan of, of the Packers, you end up kind of being angry about, you know, about how it played out. But, you know, football's a weird sport, sport man. You see some funky things. And... um I still give a lot of a lot of credit to Belichick and and what he does. Now he schemes and you know Rodgers is a special quarterback. Does he have all the gloss and all the accomplishments of some other people? No, he does not. But he still has filthy arm talent. He does a lot of stuff. Like it, this is not talking about his personality or how prickly he can be or any of that stuff. But he's a hell of a player. And the Patriots, I mean, they did a hell of a job to to be reduced to Bailey Zappi. Right? <laughs> I mean, they did a hell of a job. So you give kudos to them for that. And you know, Belichick was totally geeked out and psyched to be up at Lambeau. You know, he, he went and, you know, showed the team a whole bunch of the stuff with um, some of the Packers, you know, history and players and coaches. And I mean, he, he's a football historian. So, oh, yeah. you know, that was that was real cool to him. I'm just, I'm glad they survived the Patriots. It's probably the best way I can I can look at that man. I'm just glad they survived them. So um, did I expect that game to go that way? I did not. But you know you have to win some games like that over the course of a season. You're going to have funky games where whether it's just the way a team schemes for you, the way that the matchups play out, whatever the hell it is, you're going to have some games that don't go the way you expect. 
and they're tighter than you would have expected, and you have to find a way to win. And the better teams need to find ways to win, right? Like, that's part of the argument with, say, Baltimore at the moment. Yeah. You know, um, did you find a way to win? That, that's part of the argument with, like, that Bucks and that Chiefs game. And you give massive kudos to the Chiefs for going in there and handling the Bucks, but the Bucks fumbled the opening kickoff, <laughs> right, to help set up that touchdown. Yeah. Um, you know, and a bounce here and a bounce there or a play here and a play there with two high-caliber teams, man, that's the difference in a game. You know, if you have a crap turnover or you give somebody a cheap score or whatever it is, you know, I mean, sometimes that's just, that's the, when they say it's a game of inches, I mean, AB understands that, obviously, as he stretches out the D, but <laughs> my man looking out there like like Stretch Armstrong, good for him. Uh, <laughs> SVB, bad meats, man, bad meats, <laughs> Dubai edition. But it, you got to survive a couple of games, too. Right, I mean, when you look back over the course of any season, and it's still early yet. I mean, we're week four, right? But when we yeah. get to week like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, as we start closing out the year, they're going to be. You're going to look back at certain teams that had a game or two here or a game or two there that they gave away, or that they didn't find a way to get over the hump and to finish, and it cost them either a particular seed or it cost them a playoff opportunity. You know, you got to find ways to survive, and, and good teams find ways to win. The bad teams find ways to lose or find ways to give stuff away. So, uh, and was I hostile, angry? I was disappointed that the game was that close, but it was compelling. But sometimes you got to win ugly. The thing is, you get to win. So, what do we always say, Justin? Ugly win greater than pretty loss. I mean, I'll, I'll take an ugly win every, any day. As long Wait, as a win is a win, it's all that matters. That's right. Win I'll is a win. take the I'll take the Packers win over the Bills loss versus the Chiefs in the playoffs last year. Well, hell yeah. yeah! That yeah. was a pretty loss, but it wasn't a win. Not a win. It was the end of their season. So it, that's a that's a tough deal. Uh, speaking of sort of like ugly football, uh, Eagles Jaguars. Man, that was a rough start for uh, Philly out of the gate. I did think it was kind of cool that the uh, Eagles fans gave Peterson like a little you know a, a nice warm reception. That was good. Um, I mean, he did win on the Super Bowl. I know, I know. You can't hate on him so much. <laughs> you won a Super Bowl, right? Uh, the Eagles being the only 4-0 team in the NFL is kind of weird. Also, the Eagles and the Cowboys are essentially the class of the NFC East. Clearly, I'm not sure how legitimate the Cowboys are. That's a little bit harder for me to tell. Um, the Eagles, though, I think are a legitimate front runner in the NFL. Um, with that offensive line... With Jalen Hurts being able to leg press half a team <laughs> at a given time, Dude, I that mean, kid. What a guy Dude. to have on on goal line with a quarterback sneak. I mean, as strong as as strong as that dude is. Good God, talking about pushing a pile, Jesus. Well, I'm really, really curious to see how he fares against better defenses because obviously sure. he hasn't faced anything great just yet. Not to discount what they've done because they've won games they should have won. So right. that's and that's usually you know, a good sign in general. Well, it's, it's better than losing games you should win, right? Uh, yes. although, although I hope they send a thank you note for Trevor Lawrence, who apparently just, you know, had a case of the, of the itis, er, fumble-itis. He had a, in the second quarter, he had a fumble. I mean, he was totally untouched, dude. He just fumbled the damn ball. It was a rain fumble, I guess. Got to practice with the wet balls, bro. I mean, you know. Sounds like a personal problem right there. Hey, look. 
I think it's important in life. You gotta have you got you gotta play with wet balls. You said <laughs> balls. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, know how to handle. You gotta be able to do it, bro. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> right. I mean, in my girl, opinion, that you know, sucked. Can't let it go. <laughs> <laughs> well, let it go, you let can. It go, can't hold it back anymore. Mm, mm-hmm. You know what, Justin? What? When you do let it go, you gotta be able to shake it off, man, and go to the next play. Look at you. You son of a bitch. I literally was thinking that, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Three billion views, by the way. Three point two. Yeah, we're about two point two of that. So. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> total, total shocker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if we can see the metrics on that, I'd love to see how many times we've played that video. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, man. Oh my god, that is crazy. Ugh. Fuck them. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. But. Uh, yeah, uh, Trevor Lawrence, man. Like, what was that the first time you played in rain, dude? Like, I don't know what what happened, man. That was crazy. Uh, I um, think, at least professionally, I think. So. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you got a couple of breaks early. Um, Hertz had a had a tip drill interception. Ended up being a pick six for the Jags. They went up seven zero, and then the Jaguars went up fourteen to nothing when he hit Agnew for a goal line touchdown, and then the fumble started. But I appreciate the Eagles, and this is, you know, we're talking about aggressiveness and picking your picking your moments. You know, it's fourth and goal from the three, and the Eagles go for it. Hurts up the middle, crosses the plane before the ball comes out. Maybe that was the fumble I was thinking about uh, to make it 14-7. They end up tying it up. And then, you know, Lawrence fumbled again. It was a third and one, and it became a third and none, right? Because <laughs> it ends up setting up a Gainwell touchdown. So it's 20-14 to 14 after a mixed extra point, and... Um, uh, the Jags were trailing 23-14. Lawrence fumbles one more time. Sets up a Sanders touchdown, 29-14. So I'll, I'll give the Jags credit for having some fight. They closed at 29-21. And then Reddick forced the fourth uh, Lawrence fumble. And that really helped the Eagles seal up the win. Uh, by the way, the Eagles have not trailed in the second half of this entire season. Like, at all. Uh, that's an amazing stat. Yeah. Over the last 10 years, the only other teams to do that through the first four games are the 2015 and 2019 Patriots. The 07 Patriots didn't do that? Mm-mm. 2015, 2019 Patriots. That's it. Wow. Over the last 10 seasons, yeah. And the Eagles have 10 rushing touchdowns so far this year. That's their most through four games since 1948. So um, it's, a, it's a great start for them. And, you know, every season has games of adversity and – you know, there's something to be said for you have a tough start and you find a way to, you know, just kind of get going and get rolling. At, oh, by the way, as I was clearing out like stuff that we're talking about it, I wrote it. I wrote down something that seems impossible to me. Um, this is flipping back to that that Patriots Packers game. I wrote a note that said that's only Rogers' fourth pick six of his career. Like that's crazy. Wow. That's accurate. That's crazy. That's what I had written down. So I'm going to say that that's accurate. That's nuts, by the way. I think we've seen quarterbacks. 
have like two or three in a game. It's really not going their way. Uh, but kudos to Philadelphia for that. Again, you know, I'm not pulling for the Eagles, but I'm I'm a realist here. So that that's a good squad. But Randy, you're right. You got to get to some of the better opponents, and that that's a better measuring stick. The NFC East is not a great measuring stick of how good you are. And the Jaguars, while I give them credit, you know they're I, still young and it, up and coming. They're sure, st- they, they got a way to go. Yeah, I mean you give you give them kudos for having some fight in them, but bro, four fumbles. I mean, what are you trying to catch Matt Ryan in the fumble like category? What are you doing, bro? I mean, he doesn't have the division lead, so he's trying to catch up. There you go. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, also, um, it was good to see Austin Eckler kind of get going. Uh, you know, again, I've abstained from fantasy football this year, so I'm not as vested in some of the stats as I used to be. Uh, Chargers had a hell of a start, uh, got going with that game, and, and the Texans made it respectable. Good on them for that. But it was good to see Eckler get going, man. You know, and, and then Herbert, I still am of the mindset that he probably should have sat a week, but he didn't, so it's what it is. Uh, but had some nice moments in this game. Uh, but seeing Eckler back in action and being legit, I think, is is hugely critical uh, for the Chargers. I will give kudos to Damian Pierce, who uh, had a 75-yard touchdown run to make it 21-7. to that was a hell of a run, dude. That was a yeah, hell was. of a run by that back. Yeah, once he broke free, he was gone. I know. Oh. Yeah, look at you. He did. He did. He balled out, man. He's got he some speed out. to him. Yeah, that was nice, man. That was nice. But the Chargers ended up closing that one out uh, with a 14-yard touchdown with Eckler diving in for the score to make it 34-24. So again, it was good, just good to see him have a breakout game, man. That was they that was needed. Good. They needed to lean on him. Yeah, they uh, did. It, it given you know what Herbert's going through, and we know he's not 100 percent because there's no way that that's going to just heal instantaneously. No, it's going to take him some time. Randy, what? Did you just go lean on me from Eckler to Herbert? I think Te- you did. Te- technically, no, but if you want to go there, we can. I think oh. you just went lean on me, bro. Well, I mean, Randy, was, I guess this is Shannon's dedication from. Apparently so. Yeah. Just saying, man. Like, Eckler to Herbert. I mean, I mean, you're you're not wrong, <laughs> but it's just the idea. I'm like, no, that's not kind of where my thought process was going. But okay. <laughs> so, so who did? So who did? Who did? And when we get back to SV SVB in the Bad Meats edition, who who did AB want to lean on him? Just saying. Well, clearly, let's say clearly by social media, Giselle. <laughs> oh my god can you imagine if they because look I, I, not that i want to go all like i don't know people magazine and get knee deep in this stuff uh i hope they sort it out i mean obviously the, all the news right now is that they're hiring divorce lawyers and trying to trying to sort this out but I, I i will say how awful would it be like if ab was splitting the uprights with giselle at this point like you know what i mean like that oh, that man. that would be like i don't think she's that no 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 I, it, uh, certainly not i'm just saying like in in the like in in like the the way that the world can just be really fucked up 
right? And can oh, you no, imagine... that would be really fucked up. Yeah, right, you know what I'm saying? Can you imagine if you, if you try to help salvage this dude's career and you're throwing touchdowns on the field and then, you know what I mean, he's trying to lean on me with your your wife. Oh, my God, dude. That would be awful. But I, I don't know. I, ho- I hope they sort it out, man. I, I do. I do. They're a hell of a power couple. Uh, I, I'm not going to deep dive into any stuff with any of that. I just, I hope they end up being okay. And if they don't, if they can't work it out together, I just hope they can, you know, be good parents to their kids and you call it a day. So, yeah, it's, um, you know, we, we, we talked about it when he, you know, retired and then came back, we were like, there's nothing left for that man to prove. No, there isn't. They're really not on the field. I mean, he, he's done, he's done. I mean, but I think at some point you just have to wonder if, and this is going to sound weird, if there's just an addiction to to football. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and what it, I love, I love the drive, I love the determination, and I appreciate, you know, his career. That's another one of those guys, and he's had enough success that people will not necessarily root for him. It, it just turns into you have to respect what he's done, and um, I know they lost to the Chiefs, but. Statistically, Brady had a good game. I mean, he got blown up uh, a couple of times, and he ended up, you know, fumbling. But you know, he got lit up, so I'm not going to hold that against him per se. But it's not like he sucked bags of ass, you know what I mean? Against the Chiefs, he, stati- again, statistically, he had a good game. They didn't win, but you know, their defense did a did a poor job, and turnovers killed them. You know, I mean, Kansas City obviously very motivated to stick it to him. Very Just motivated. Just a wee bit. Yeah. Very motivated to stick it to him. Um, I understand why, you know, totally understand why. But that that fumble, to, that opening kickoff fumble, man, that was just that was brutal. And Mahomes was just some of the plays he had in that game were just ridiculous. I mean, he was getting dragged down by a defender, and he still fired off a completion. And and the one that I think, if there's a, one highlight you see from that game, it's going to be in the, it's the one in the second quarter, and the Chiefs have it at second and goal. And Mahomes runs away from a defender, spins away from another, and then he just kind of like stops and pops and just you know what I mean tosses a short throw to Edwards, uh, Elaire in the in the in the end zone for the touchdown to go up twenty one to three. I mean that that play by itself was just unfathomably ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that was a video game play for sure. Uh, that was crazy. But Brady, it's a good thing Evans is back, man. Brady was. Brady was on point when it came to Evans. He hit him for a touchdown to make it twenty-one to ten, and that's when the Bucks blew up Brady and forced the fumble, um, set up some goal line triggeration. It was third and goal. Mah- I love this play by the way. Like they're setting up, and the Mahomes looks like he's talking to somebody. Kind of looks away. He's pointing at whatever, and then Noah Gray goes on, goes under center and just takes it in for the touchdown to make it twenty-eight to ten. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Here's the thing, though. The Bucks gave up 27 points in the last three games. They gave up 28 in the first half to the Chiefs. Right? Do it, dare I say vintage Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was a, their game plan was on point. They got some of the balances. They got some of the breaks. And they took it to them. You know, <laughs> they, they did. So, you give the Chiefs credit where it's due. and But, it, you know, I think Brady... <laughs> Brady said it's fun watching Mahomes. Basically, it's fun watching Mahomes unless he's on, you know, on the sideline. "Quote: I love seeing Patrick play. Unfortunately, we're on the wrong end of it tonight." Yeah, that's true. You know, he's one and two as the Bucks quarterback. He's one and two. 
against the Chiefs. Now, granted, they got the one that mattered the most in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So can't complain about so much. But, you know, they, they played behind the whole night after uh, White fumbled that opening kickoff. So, you know, Kansas City finished with uh, 417 uh, yards of total offense, including a, a – I mean, this is ridiculous. Rushing numbers, they were they were 189 to 3. Oh my gosh! I mean, that's it, it's hard to win football games, and I think, can't do it. Yeah, no, it, it's tough. And I want to say, like, of the of the top five games with like the fewest rushing attempts, Brady's in like three of the top five, like all time. It's so weird. It's so weird. And this is one of them. And they got down, they got behind, but that's that's not a good formula for the Bucks. It just, you know, I don't think it has anything to do with the Hurricane. I think that you know the Chiefs just. They got the, they got the breaks, they got the bounces, and they and they took it to them. So you you give them you give them credit for that. It was a hell of an effort, but I wouldn't uh, you know unlike Max Kellerman, I'm never gonna put dirt on Tom Brady until he no. until he legit retires. Just won't do it, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know that that's that's a team that can still get some people, still creep up on some people, and, and still handle their business. The Chiefs, the Chiefs are obviously legit. I mean, we were very curious what they would look like post Tyreek Hill, and I think you're just seeing that they're just going to diversify the offense. Would they be, you know, would uh, would they still take advantage of and exploit defenses with Hill? Of course they would, but I think they've got enough people there. Unlike the issue with like the Rams over being overly reliant on say Cooper Cup. You know the Chiefs clearly can spread the ball around, and that's that's to their advantage. A team like that that can score like that, if you have some turnovers and give them short fields to score, you're in trouble. You're in trouble, man. It's just the way that it goes, bro. Anyway, let me take a sip real quick. Yeah, I, I think with Brady, what we're seeing is he's finally starting to kind of get a little sharper, getting the reps in. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously missing preseason really hurt him. Um, being away from the team in general hurt him. Well, he, he's um, ha- he clearly has a lot going on off the field. Yeah, so. definitely. But obviously, getting Evans back this week really Huge. you know helped him a lot. And mm-hmm. beyond, but beyond that, somebody's got to step up. It, I mean, I get it. They're the walking. Won't be Cole Beasley. On, he retired. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's like, I get it. They're the walking wounded on that offense right yeah. now. But someone has to, other than Evans, other than Evans, someone has to step up. And obviously, uh, with Gronk not there, um, and I don't know what is going on with Cameron Braid. I know that, you know, he was out and he came right back in. And that after everything with Tua, I'm kind of like, wait a second here. Hmm. And it's like I'm just, I'm kind of leery of that stuff now, especially after seeing what happened to him. Well, we've got some recency bias, and yeah. I, I think you'll see. You know what, what? What are they calling that? Let me see if I can find the actual uh, gross motor instability. It sounds like what's ha- what happens to us when we drink and record is gross. <laughs> gro- gross You're not wrong. Not You're wrong. Not wrong. Gross motor instability loophole supposed to be removed from the concussion protocol. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But if you're stumbling and bumbling like you've been recording and and hanging out with us and taking shots, you probably need to go to the tent. <laughs> Just saying. Pro tip, pro tip, pro tip. So, yeah, I, I mean, I feel, and of course, obviously, taking a bit of a jump there, I feel bad mm-hmm. for Tua, especially after seeing what that one doctor was talking about. Like, you should never oh. play another snap of, yeah, another down of football ever again. You should retire and call it yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't. I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, that's a judgment he has to make. But yeah. obviously, that that's a he had a hell of a week. Um, whether that was a back injury or a concussion against, you know, in that one game, I mean, he definitely, you know, that fencing yeah. pose, the hands curled up. I mean, that that's a bad. That's a yeah. that's a scary thing, man. Yeah, it's extremely scary. Yeah. Mean, especially if you're. It's one thing if you're watching it as a replay, you're going, "Oh, holy know. shit!" But when you're watching that live and you see mm-hmm. that. It, it, it just adds a whole new level yeah, to you, the you'd have to wonder if, if maybe they would just be better just saying we're going to do the short term IR four weeks just give you time time to get right I, they're clearly not going to do that because they haven't done that but maybe there's some merit in that uh, I mean Bridgewater's solid he, he's not anything like phenomenal like blow you away but they've got enough weapons on that team that you know Teddy B could fill in for a couple of weeks they play good defense. You got running backs. You got some nice wide receivers. Teddy B should be solid enough. I mean, look at what the Cowboys are doing with Cooper Rush, right? You know, you play some good defense. You got enough, you know, options. You you, you just stay afloat. And this is a big year for Tua, so it's it's unfortunate to see that kind of a, a situation, that kind of an injury, but that dominated the news cycle a lot this week. Still love still love the Bengals uniforms. I love the white the those oh, that dude, white those those are, straight those are fire, awesome. man. Those are those are beautiful. Those are beautiful unis. All right, let let's uh let's shift a little bit. I do want to say a, a special t- special tip of the cap <laughs> uh for the double doink. Uh the London game gave people lots of drama. Uh the Vikings ended up winning that 28 to 25. Um I that was I did not expect that to be a particularly compelling game. I didn't know what it was going to be. There is something about the Vikings and the Saints, though, right? <laughs> There's oh, something about those, yeah. about those two oh, teams, Lord. dude. Just yeah. dramatic. Just dramatic. But uh, the fans are certainly treated to a, a, a pretty compelling – certainly the end of the game. You know, if you weren't thrilled with how most of the game went, that 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 just the end sequence of how things played out was just incredible. Because in the fourth quarter, at one point, that was a, that was 19-14. to 14. Right, and you got Taysom Hill with a goal line touchdown. You got Cousins throwing deep for Thielen. You got a Lattimore flag for Pi. Gave the uh, Vikings the ball at the goal line. Now, granted, that being said, that's one of those annual reminders of how egregious pass interference can be and how cheap it can be. And maybe yeah. maybe that should be more like you know college <laughs> instead of you know doing the spot foul nonsense. But. Anyway, Justin Jefferson ends up taking them in for the touchdown. They missed the extra point. That put them up 25-22. Will Lutz banged through a 60-yard field goal to tie it up 25-25. And then the uh, Vikings end up booting a 47-yard field goal to go to go up 28-25. You got the Saints drive and Dalton to Olave for some chunk gains. And he almost had just a beautiful sideline catch. Just didn't get both feet in bounds. And Lutz, he put that 60-yarder through. It's a, that's a long-ass kick, man. Uh, but he blasted that 61-yard field goal attempt. It's just, you got you got the double doink, man. Off the upright, then bounce on the crossbar, and then it's just kind of floating in the air. You see everybody kind of on the sideline reacting like they think it's going to be good, and it just bounces forwards and just out. I mean... That was that was cruel, but I, I don't know what it is about the Saints and the Vikings, man, but you get some dramatic, dramatic finishes between those two teams. You do. It, it's and, it's and wild. Just the, and just the, the fact that it ended on a double doink, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy because he, he had the leg. It's just the he accuracy did. was off just a just smidge. A smidge. A, 
Just a smidge. If somebody had farted at that ball, it would have crossed over, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, it definitely. Was just, just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Bro. I mean, and for for a London game, for a very yeah. early game, it was it was actually really competitive and yeah, it was. a lot of fun. I mean, better than what Thursday night usually gives us, but yeah. it's just the idea that, hey, at least these work versus, yeah, Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Packers and Giants should be an interesting game, depending on which Giants team you get, I guess. Well, it, or is it more more or less what Packers team you get? It's honestly, it's probably more about Green Bay than anything else. I mean, not to take anything away from, you know, Saquad Barkley and Quadzilla AJ Dillon. I'm hoping that's a good game. Obviously, I'm rooting for the Packers to win. Obviously, I wonder why. Uh, yeah, shocker. Uh, but hopefully it's a good game. I mean, look, you, you got, you know, Jones coming off that ankle injury. Tyrod Taylor got a concussion. I mean, they're out there running the wildcat. So I, I don't quite know what we're going to see. I mean, a better start to the season. I think most people anticipated for the New York football giants. So you got to give them some, some credit and respect for that. I like what, I like what Dayball's doing, but I mean, the Packers should be able to handle them. I mean, let's be honest, they you know, should. should doesn't mean they will, but they should, and I would expect them to win. That being said, uh, Saquon Barkley, hell of a start to the year, man. Hell of a start to the year. I want to say that dude has like 486, remember correct? Oh, 463 rushing yards through four games. That's the most in Giants history, by the way. That's a lot of franchise. That's a lot of franchise history. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So it, it's good to see Saquon look right. I mean, he definitely had a rough stretch for a cup, you know, with injuries and some other things. Um, so that that's good. I'm, I'm happy to see him look like the player that we thought he was going to be. Uh, so that's pretty cool. You know, and Daniel Jones had some nice moments in that game, which I, I, honestly, I think if you're going to leverage, you know, Jones, he needs to run as well. Uh, that's an element of his game that does add a dynamic element that I think, quite frankly, he needs and the Giants need running for two first half touchdowns before his injury. But look, at the end of the day, if, if, if the Packers are who we think they are, they aren't crown them if you want, um, they should be able to handle the giants across the pond. And I hope they do. I hope they do. I will say, uh, I'm super curious about the rise of Kenny, uh, Kenny Pickett, by the way, uh, kudos to the jets for finding a way to win that game. They deserve some love for somehow pulling that off, uh, particularly coming back again. Yeah, they came back against the Browns, came back against the Steelers, so they deserve a little little, little dap for that one. But I'm very curious to see what the Steelers are like with uh, Kenny Pickett under center instead of Trubisky. Trubisky, it seems like a nice guy. Is just there's definitely something missing there. Um, I think he's had enough opportunity and played enough football that yeah, you know, maybe he's just a backup. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. Uh, but if you want a little extra pop or a little extra spark. <laughs> as they say, then I'd like to see what Pickett can do. Obviously, he's a hometown hero kind of guy. He was 10 of 13, 10 completions, 3 picks. <laughs> so, but well, he, Technically, of, 13 for 13. Yeah, technically, 13 for 13 if you count all the completions. But he, he had some think, nice moments, dude, and he had some nice yeah. throws. Yeah, I think a couple of those picks that were receivers' issues where they just dropped it. They just couldn't handle the pass. Well, what one was off of Firemuth's hands. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he he played pretty well. I'll, I'll give him credit for just coming off the bench and he, the fact that he just came right out there and played like 
he he belonged. That's a yeah. good thing. Well, it's a good I, thing for that team. It is. It is. They they need a little extra juice. And like one of his picks was the hail mary interception to close the game. Right. So you got one that's a tip drill off of fire fire moose hands, and one's a hail mary that you you know you're just throwing up a wing and a prayer anyway. So, uh, but I, I think it's very much Kenny Pickett come on down. It's it's a lean year, man. I, and I know Tom, you know Tom has never had a losing season. Maybe this is going to be it. But I'd rather see Pickett if if I'm a Steelers fan. I think you know what you have in Trubisky. I'd like to know what they have with Pickett. And they're going to have a tough stretch in front of them. They have Buffalo, Tampa Bay, Miami, and Philadelphia. That's tough sledding, particularly for a rookie. But he looked like he made like legit NFL throws, and he took some heat. He got blown up a couple of times, and he stood in there and made the throw. So, you know, he's been named the starter. Go ahead and just commit, man. Just go ahead and commit. Do it. The Steelers yeah, it's time. I mean, you might as well. The Steelers only had four offensive touchdowns with Trubisky on field this season. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not the answer. I'm not saying Kenny Pickett is the answer. I'm saying Trubisky's not the answer. That's what True I'm saying. Story. Right? That's what it is. So, speaking of not the answer, um, whatever the Washington game plan was against the Cowboys <laughs> was not the answer. Although to be fair, in the second quarter they were up seven to six, and it looked like they were going to get an interception off a of Cooper Rush, uh, got wiped out by an illegal contact penalty, and that was kind of the story of the game. I mean, it just you know Washington shot themselves in the foot with the, with some penalties, and you know the Cowboys capitalized. It's a good defense. The Cowboys have a good defense, man. That's what's going to keep them in games. Cooper Rush has done a hell of a job filling in for Dak. Got to appreciate that. It was good to see Michael Gallup back. He got a touchdown from uh, Rush. Washington blocked an extra point. It was 12-7. And then uh, in the fourth quarter, it was only a 15-10 Cowboys lead, man. You know, the final score, you feel like, you know, it's a little different. But if you watch the game, Washington had their opportunities and had their chances. So you give credit to the Cowboys for for wheeling and dealing a little bit. Uh, Rush hit CeeDee Lamb for a 30-yard touchdown to go up 22-10. Uh, Washington on fourth and fifteen. Uh, Wentz took a shot to McLaurin in the end zone. Diggs, you know, stuck his mitts out there, broke that thing up, and then, you know, look, Wentz threw an interception to close out the first half, and he threw an interception to close out the game. The Cowboys <coughs> were outgained and outpossessed, but not outscored by Washington. <laughs> so, kudos yeah, to Rush. I mean, th- yeah, the score really wasn't indicative of like the overall game itself. No, it was. It was better than a lot of people thought it would be, but also, dude, you can tell Wentz just isn't fully there yet with that offense. Well, that's a very Washington problem. Uh, The Commanders had 11 penalties for 136 yards. That's rough. Yeah, you can't do that. Not going to win a lot of games that way. Can't do it. Not going to win a lot of games that way. Can't do it. I will say one of the most ridiculously entertaining games of the weekend was the Seahawks and the Lions, and I did not think that was going to be the case. Um, <laughs> I thought the Lions were going to win that game. I know they were down Swift and down Amon Ross St. Brown. But the Lions are a curious thing. That's a curious team, right? And if you if if you weren't, I don't know, if you didn't have this game on, maybe you were just following I don't know, Red Zone or something or Game Day Live, you're like, holy crap, how many touchdowns, or how many scores are going to go on in this one, man? Not only is it DK Metcalf getting carted off to go take a poop, 
Um, it, it's the Detroit defense that probably should have gotten carted off to take a shit because they took a shit on the field instead. <laughs> swear. Um, it's, like, it's like, this just in. Detroit just scored a touchdown. Oh, wait, so did Seattle. Yeah, oh, I mean, it, that game was bananas, man. That game was bananas. Uh, kudos to Geno Smith. Obviously got dumped on a lot with the Jets and has kind of been laying low, bouncing around in the league. I mean, it's a great opportunity for him. He He's had a really good start to the year. I mean, I, my expectations were not high for Seattle. Um, how and, could, how could they be? No, they, they wouldn't be. I know, I know, I know. Uh, but he's had, he's had some nice he's had some nice moments, man. And, you know, Detroit had opportunities. They squandered some of them. Uh, they had closed the 24 to 15 and then golfed through an interception to Woolen. He returned it for the pick six to make it 31 to 15. Jamal Williams popped off for a 51 yard touchdown run to make it 31 to 23 after a two point conversion. Rashad Penny's busting out for a 31 yard touchdown on third and 16 to make it 38 to 23. Goff hits Reynolds on third and goal 41 38. You know, then Rashad Penny break. It's third and five. Penny breaks free for a forty-two yard touchdown run to make it forty-eight thirty-eight. Golf hits Hawkinson for a monster gain. Then it's a two-yard uh, touchdown from Golf, forty-eight forty-five. Onside kick, balls up for grabs, and, and the Seahawks recovered. This, by the way, was a, is, is one of those rare scoregamis. It's the first time ever for a forty-eight to forty-five final score. Incredibly entertaining game. Detroit had a chance for that onside. They did. Man. They did. They had a shot. They didn't get it, but they had a shot. The Lions, by the way, the most combined points scored and allowed through four games in NFL history. They lead the league in points scored, 140, but they're last in the league in points given up, 141. So they're combined 281. Anybody want to guess one of the other teams on this list? Hmm. Like all time or all, all time through the first four games in NFL history, lines are two eighty one. They're scoring points or giving up points. Hmm. And it's a, it's a tough guess. It's it's no problem. So the twenty what, what year twenty sixteen yeah. was one of them. Colts. Nope. The Falcons. Two, Falcons. Two thousand. Yeah, two thousand two. You're going back. Two thousand two. 2002. Yeah, that's okay. It's the Chiefs. Oh, uh, with Priest Holmes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then 2000. Definitely a Baltimore. Just, yeah. th- just, just think greatest show on turf. Oh, Rams. Rams. Mm-hmm. 2000 Rams. So 2022, the 2022 Lions, 281. 2016 Falcons, 276. 2002 Chiefs, 275. 2000 Rams, 274. So not, you know, not necessarily the company you want to be in. So again, kudos to the Seahawks and Geno Smith. I, I think statistically, when they contrast them, I think Geno has outproduced Russell Wilson by all metrics, it's re- which is really weird. I believe I did, it. Yeah, didn't expect that. So, but good on them, man. Good on them. But Detroit, y'all got to figure that defense out. Just not against the Packers. Y'all can suck ass against them. <laughs> but you, you got to figure out the defense out, y'all. <laughs> By the way, uh, special kudos to Melvin Gordon, who had the most, who had the fumble that looked the most like he just gave the ball to the other player. <laughs> it was in the second quarter, Raiders Broncos. Melvin Gordon fumbled, and it got returned for a scoop and score. It was the first Raiders defensive score in three years. 
I mean, it's it looked like he gave it to the defender. Like, it just popped up and went right to the guy. It was crazy. It was crazy, man. But uh, really, the Raiders ended up just leaning on Josh Jacobs, bringing some heat to uh, set up some field goals, set up some touchdowns late. He had a uh, he brought it home with a first and goal touchdown run to make it 32-23. So uh, good job. And people were p- kind of piling on uh, Josh Jacobs in the preseason. Like, what were they doing? They were playing him. And uh, 0-3 was a tough start for the Raiders, so they definitely needed that win. I will say, though, when you think about our expectations going into the season, the quality of the AFC West and what they've delivered has not lived up to it. Right? Not at all. It just has not. Now, there's still plenty of time to right the ship and let's ride for the Broncos. But, I mean, we got questions about whether Hackett should be fired if he's an NFL coach. I say, you know, the expectations for Russell Wilson with the contract he signed, all that stuff. Denver has not lived up to that. The Raiders have not lived up to expectations. The Chargers have injury problems, so it feels like it's it's the Chiefs and everybody else. But a lot of football left. But it, it's hard to feel particularly confident about anybody else other than the Chiefs. right? And the Chargers, you can see it, but Chargers going to Chargers. So you know they're going to F up some stuff. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> right? You just know they're going to do it. But it, yeah, just, just a wild couple of games, man. Just a wild couple of games. So uh, anyway, we need to shift gears and start wrapping up. Uh, any other final kind of NFL thoughts? I think what we're seeing here so mm-hmm. far, even though it's only week four, and you look at the the records of all the teams, we're finally seeing what we've all, what they've always talked about. We're finally seeing the parity mm-hmm. of just all these teams because so, I mean, there's so many teams that are two and two, and I mean, you only have one team that's four zero. And if memory serves correctly, nobody is winless. Houston, so, Houston, Houston. Okay, well, so they have a tie, whole, but yeah. But you know what I'm saying? It's like it's yeah. We're usually this time is there's usually three or four teams or five. It's with either either way. So we're seeing more competitiveness, and that's what we always wanted in the NFL. Not any, which means any given Sunday, anybody can step up and actually win. You know, this isn't like college football where it's like, oh, look, we have over half the league that's undefeated versus you know, a few teams here and there. Sure. Uh, but it's just, it's, it's nice to see. It's, it's great to see that we're getting competitive, strong football week in, week out. And that's, it's fun. It, it's, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes as long as it's your team, the occasional blowout's great, but <laughs> as, as a whole, we're seeing a lot of great football and I'm loving it. Or at least a lot of close games, a lot of competitive yeah. football. Yeah. I mean, how many overtime games we had so far this season already? Enough? <laughs> More than we normally get? No, bring them all on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That drama, that narrative, just to have it, we've, is, we've, it's, yeah. it's great. We've definitely gotten some drama. And I, there's a couple of teams where you're like, no, it's definitely not happening for you. Like, the Texans are one of them. The Commanders are one of them. Like, nah, bro. <laughs> um, but th- there's a lot of teams that have... You know, again, we're four weeks in, so it's early yet. But a lot of one and two, it, you know what I mean? There's just a lot of teams kind of floating in there, and, and things can change really quickly that kind of get right and go on a run. So there's only a few teams that you're like, nah, bro. Chicago, nah, bro, not happening. Um, the Colts, nah, bro. Not, no, I'm just kidding, Shannon. No, um, you're not. No, I'm no, not. No, you're right. You're right. Commander's not happening. 
there's a few of those. Who, who am I missing? The Cardinals? Y'all, y'all are interesting in the second half, but Steelers. not happening. Steelers not happening. Uh, get Kenny Pickett in, see if y'all are going to be competitive, but not happening. Patriots aren't going anywhere this year. Too many problems. So there's a couple of teams, but there's scrappy bad teams and there's just bad, bad teams. You know, Texans are probably going to end up being bad, bad. <laughs> but, uh, and, and Washington's probably going to end up being bad, bad. It's still weird to me th- to think that they somehow managed to beat the Jaguars and they've just been on the suck bus ever since. But as week do? one, man. I know, I, I know. They I know. needed to I figure it out. Speaking of the suck bus, Shannon, have you recovered from that Ole Miss Kentucky game? <laughs> Oh, dude, that dude. was – I got to tell you, in the years of being That's a mean. Kentucky fan, like I've had some really bad losses, but that one that one hurt because after that first quarter, I felt like we really controlled the game, mm-hmm. and it was just mental error after mental error after mental error that just doomed us. You know, you miss a gimme field goal, you miss an extra point, or you mm-hmm. get one blocked, and then you mishandle a snap on an extra point. Uh, and then you get the two fumbles in the fourth quarter. Uh, the first one, I'm not going to fault Levis for because it was an effort play, and Ole Miss just made a better play on the ball. But after the replay, technically there should have been a targeting rule. Well, you know, targeting. what I think is funny is that sometimes we're like, how do they call targeting? You shouldn't do it, right? And you're like, no, don't call targeting on that. And then you have plays where you're like, why didn't they call targeting on that? Because they've called targeting on less egregious things. But that no, was, and that, that's that was the thing, okay. Like, yeah. You need consistency. And, uh, right. you know, the announcers brought it up. Like, I never noticed it till the announcers brought it up. Mm-hmm. I just... I thought it was a football play, whatever, and they brought it up, and I'm like, they're right, but at the same respect, yeah. like, eh. Uh, the second one, you got to have a clock going off in your head, man. The line's yeah. not as good as it's been in the past. Your right tackle just came in for a guy who was cramping up a storm. Not DK Metcalf, not crapping up a storm. <laughs> not crapping up a storm. Cramping I like that. up a storm. Mm. And, uh, you know, that that's one of those things that Levis has to work on. Yeah. He's, he's going to be a first-round pick. He's got he's got the arm talent to do it. But you got to have that clock going off in your head. I yeah. would have liked to have seen him on that first, after the penalty on that first down to run the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I was calling for it while watching the game. I was like, just let's just run the ball because there's 58 seconds. We have no timeouts, but we're, fir- we're still first and goal. Yeah run the ball, call a pass play on second down, and then see where the chips lay. If if we need to kick it on third, we kick it on third. If not, then we'll go for it on third. But I don't know, dude. That's, it, it's, that's, that's a bitter end, man. And of all the games for me to actually be watching, I was watching that one and, and talking with you about it. It was like so random. Well, it's like – you know, a couple plays before the, yeah. the the fumble, like you hit Brown, and Brown's going to be a star, dude. That kid, <laughs> that kid's going to do some mm-hmm. things. And like, I, I thought he was going to, I thought he was going to take it to the house, but he ended up getting caught inside the ten. But 
you know, it's just one of those things you can't let one loss turn into two losses. Yes, Randy, we play South Carolina this weekend. Levis is actually questionable. Uh-oh. Well, he's he, he takes a lot of punishment, and he shouldn't. He's got to learn to protect himself. Got to play smarter. Um, that, that, that's and, and, that. Your li- and your lineman got to block. I mean, that that, that last fumble, yeah, I mean, come on, bro. And it's been like that all year, like. Some of the lesser teams have owned the line, and that's mm-hmm. that's not good. Like they had two or three guys go in the draft last year, and mm-hmm. they're used to having what do they call it, the big blue line, and it, it it's it's not the big blue line. No, it's, you don't you the, don't want the big blue turnstile. You got it. It's the blue line. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's tough because they sing in the blues. Uh, yeah. I will I will say <laughs> this though, kudos to Kansas. They're right. undefeated. Kudos to Syracuse, who are now ranked this week. And by the way, if a team like Syracuse is favored, be really careful if it's a huge spread because they might shorten the second half and <laughs> and they void all the bets. Yeah, yeah at, this for point, you. Just, at this point, I'm just like, okay, we're ranked. We're one game away from being bowl eligible. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Let's just focus oh. on what's in front of us. Oh, man, Shannon, I got to tell you. Two of my favorite plays from this past week, college football, number one, mm-hmm. um, after Bryce Young got knocked out with that shoulder injury, Jalen Mil- Milroe coming in there on that monster-ass touchdown run. Just Bruh. slaughtering the Arkansas team. Man. It was ridiculous, man. That play was nasty. And then uh, was it the Liberty wide receiver? Ooh, 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 oh, the one-handed. That, that oh, was my amazing. Gosh, filthy, dude. filthy, filthy. That was absolutely filthy. filthy. And look, real quick, college kudos, man. TCU, fifty-five to twenty-four, bro. TCU football out there with a tweet during that game saying, "Who sits? Who hit sixty-two first? Like for TCU or retweet for Aaron Judge?" That was a gutsy tweet. Damn. <laughs> That was cold, man. That was cold. also cold, by the way. UNC beating the shit out of Virginia Tech, forty-one to ten. Damn, son. I tell Virginia, you what. To all my friends that are Hokies fans, maybe you fuckers <laughs> should invite me back to a game because Virginia Tech ain't been shit since y'all banned me. <laughs> so I'm just saying. <laughs> Jokies. Uh, Virginia Tech needs to recruit some playmakers on the outside because they ain't got squad. Nothing. Dude. Nothing. Nah. And Wake Forest beating Florida State. Good for Wake. Wake Wake's got a bunch of fourth and fifth year I know. dudes. Uh they they really should have beaten Clemson mm. last week. They didn't get the job done. Neither did Missouri against Georgia, but so close. Bro. Bruh. That that one Bruh. that one surprised me. Georgia the last couple of weeks, man, like Georgia, I thought was really good when they slaughtered Oregon, but I mean they're still good. Don't get me wrong. I I just uh, I just think they're disinterested. I d- I'm just waiting on them to get a a matchup that's juicy for them, and they turn it on. And they then they crank it up. Yeah, maybe, maybe but that Brock Bowers kid, dude, that tight end. Mm-hmm. That's a star, absolute freaking star. We'll see. And, yes, uh, uh, Randy, uh, you get to enjoy some Syracuse football this year. Finally. Who knew? Um, I know it's crazy to think about, but but it helps that, you know, we do have a a sophomore running back who's considered a potential Heisman candidate, so that that definitely uh, adds to it. But that defense has been pretty solid, and 
I never really expected Garrett Schrader to do much of anything this year, but he really has stepped up and becoming has become a leader of that offense. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of waiting for a wide receiver to finally step up and actually do something rather than just relying on the quarterback and running back to make all the plays on offense. But five and zero is five and zero, right? And five and zero is five and zero, baby. We're, we're ranked for the first time in God knows how long, and honestly, if this was if this was it, if this was the pinnacle, as long as we get to be bowl eligible, I'm good. There you go. All right, well, let's start wrapping up and getting out of here. Uh, two fifteen. We've definitely we were trying to stick around too, so we're close. We didn't we didn't hit it uh, perfectly. That's okay. But I do want to let you know, we did open the podcast. One of our opening topics was talking about the Braves and the Mets. I think it's hilarious, by the way, that Elton John announced at his concert that the Braves swept the Mets. Of course he did. <laughs> Damn. That's cold. But Thanks, that's, asshole. But that's funny. Also fantastic, Geno Smith could throw his next 34 consecutive passes into the dirt and he would still have a higher completion percentage than Russell Wilson. So Geno Smith could go full McNabb for, <laughs> for, the, for a game or two. 34 passes in the dirt. Still better than old Dangerous. <laughs> that's what I don't think about that. That's crazy to that's, me. That's wild, man. Again, good on him. Also, random, random headline that I saw. Uh, Taco Bell is apologizing for its breakfast menu. Look, if you're doing breakfast at Taco Bell, you either hate your coworkers or you hate yourself. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Or you hate your toilet. Or you hate your toilet. Or you hate your anus. Or you hate your anus. You better have a DK Metcalf car to carry you to whatever toilet you get to. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like this is something that would end up in the SVV bad meats. I do feel like that this would be something there. <laughs> yeah, there's some bad meats around for sure. Oh my god. Carney aside of my ass. Wow. Party out of my ass. Man. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Party out of my ass. Good God, y'all. Putting the ass in assignment over there for real. <laughs> this lot. Good God. Uh, what, what was the um, Anaconda fart remix? I mean, that's... <laughs> Yeah, I don't have the I don't have the headspace to pull that one up. With the with the amount of beer we've had, mm. chances are I'm surprised none of us have tried that. To be honest, with the Anaconda <laughs> fart song, the amount of beer we drink, I mean, come on, man. Well, we, that, that's we usually we're gassy enough. That's usually the nah. Point. You gonna mess one up, dude? You gonna <laughs> let it? You gonna let it go? And you gonna poop yourself? Yeah. Do I look like I give a fuck? Do <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like let's do it. No, that, that Mark's that's... next challenge. <laughs> Look, bro, that that's the morning after the podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My fart will go on. That's what happens. <laughs> there's some sinking shit. There's some sinking ships. Sinking shit. Some shitbergs. Some fatbergs. I don't know. Whatever it is going to be. Anyway. Oh my god. We're definitely at the point of the podcast where people are like, what is wrong with y'all? 
Lots of things, guys. Lots. Off the rails. As always. Or, as we know, as Dirk, Dirk has told us many a time. Oh, my God! Anyway. I, I think we need to heat Dirk's advice. Yeah, we are. Probably. We are. It is time to peace out, clear out, and get the heck out of here. So, you know what? Two chicks at the same time. All right, that's a good reason to shut it down. You said... Indeed. Balls. Even better. <laughs> anyway, from all of us to all of you, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the football. Here's to your teams, fantasy, real world, all that stuff. Uh, as always, keywords of sports and brew. You can find us on iTunes. Our home feed on Podbean, Stitcher, LiveSportsCaster.com, Spotify, Amazon, a whole bunch of other stuff, man. It's great. If you enjoy beer, shenanigans, and stupidity, you found a home. Particularly if you enjoy unnecessary sports brew on brew crime. Because God bless, we had some of that tonight. <laughs> Episode 400. There's a slice of this one going to that one. For damn sure. <laughs> so, anyway, gents, get some rest. Cunt. Yeah, go get, <laughs> get some rest. And just remember you should not drink and bake. There you go. Sound advice. Yeah. And, Randy, I got to start Andor soon. I haven't started that yet. It's I'm, been I, a lot of fun so far. I'm trying to, uh, we're trying, we're trying to finish off Shameless, uh, yeah. which I super enjoyed. And there's some other shows that we're just, uh, and C. I can't wait. I, I'm disappointed that season three is the end of it. And for anybody that hasn't watched it, if you've got an Apple TV Plus, man, it's got Jason Momoa. It's a fascinating show. Um, and it, I think it's the last two episodes of it. So that's right around the corner for me and Dawn. And uh, I'm super looking forward to the uh, to the to how they wrap that up, man. It feels like it's going to be all kinds of action and all kinds of wildness. But anyway, from all of us to all of you, have a great weekend. Uh, thanks for putting up with our crap. Uh, Shannon, Randy, it's good to hang out as always. Appreciate the cheers. Appreciate the beers. And here's to a great weekend. We'll catch you on the flip side next week. Uh, from all of us to all of you, as we like to say, good night now. Peace. Good night. <laughs> all right. Later, friends. Later, friends.